When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Age of Radio. <gasps> yes, can you hear me? Carlson, can you hear me? <laughs> Isn't he lucky? The old way. Let it iron. <laughs> uh, if you wouldn't mind recording on your side, that way I can, you know, mute you for the majority of the show <laughs> and mostly <laughs> coughing noises wherever they may come from. That's... Yeah. Uh, I don't know if you heard or not. I'm getting over pneumonia, so. <laughs> so I'm coughing even more than usual. It could be a book, or it could be that uh, that saw a play on that song. Everybody coughs. Everybody yes. coughs. I, I'm assuming that's a book <laughs> out there somewhere. I can't read. Should we just get into it? We're going to talk about this movie forever and oh, ever. Oh my god, we're going to never stop talking about this movie. <laughs> I have, I have no notes. I don't know what you're talking about. This movie was pretty straightforward to me. Pretty straightforward. <laughs> Brendan, why'd you pick this? <laughs> I didn't pick anything. You said, do you want to do Supernova? I said, sure. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, that sounds like a movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Stanley okay. Tucci and Colin Firth. And <laughs> they're a couple or yeah, something. Uh, they're lovers. I love it. Uh, it was a very depressing movie for everything I learned from movies, but sure, I'll watch it. <laughs> Medical Rescue Vessel Nightingale 9. You want to tell me what you're doing out here? I like deep space. It's quiet. (laughs) Prepare for rescue operation via dimension jump. Research says D-jump is great for your sexual stamina. Hallelujah. You can play with me whenever you want. I'm not saying anything's going to happen between us, but if it does, I want you to understand that whatever happens on this ship stays on this ship. Hi, ho, Summer. It was their time and their space until they answered a distress signal that would change everything. What do we got? SOS critical. Because the survivor they brought aboard. You know, worst nightmare I ever met. This is your worst nightmare? Was carrying deadly cargo. It's the most amazing thing any of us has ever got to see. Lucky for us, huh? Or maybe something so dangerous that the only way somebody could find to get rid of it was by burying it. And he's about to turn the heavens. This thing is changing you. In the most amazing way. Into hell. Come on. Help me. I really wish you hadn't 
hadn't done that. I wish you hadn't done that either. I've gotten out of worse situations. We'll get out of this one. When you said you've been in worse situations than this, when was that? Ten minutes ago when the ship was falling and the engines cut out. If you can't stand the heat, get out of the universe. Well, I'm coming for you. Here's a little something from me to you. Supernova. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. And this is Everything, Everything I Learned from Movies. And tonight. Oh, tonight. Uh, we are continuing, I don't know, February with uh, yeah. 2000's Supernova. Oh, god damn it. Yeah. Oh, god damn it. But babe, we're not alone for this one. Oh, thank God we can share the misery. After watching this movie for the first time, we had to make sure... That Brendan from What Were They Thinking is high. Welcome, Brendan! Oh boy. How's it going, fellers? (laughs) Pretty good. How about you? Now, I am a little rusty at this. It's been a while since I've been on, but I think I got the hang of this. Okay, so Steve, is it time for some fun facts? Super fun facts, because they're fun, fun facts. Who's here, Steve? Anyway. <laughs> is that, that's the, yeah, that's the format, right? You got, I got this. Hold on. Wait. Um, uh, uh, what I learned is uh, to be prepared. No, no, no. <laughs> nope. Okay. Next, we talk about Nick Cage for a little bit, and then some uh, greatest advertisings in the history of Woo! I don't know. Yeah, we talk about the 12 beers we drink during the recording. <laughs> you know what? That's a great idea, Brandon. Babe, what you got oh. over there to drink? Oh, well, we have, <laughs> in honor of this movie... Huck it. Huckleberry Blondale. Ooh, from Big Sky. It has a it has a script J on the front. Ah! How those sound, babe? Ah! Still recovering from pneumonia, but goddammit, she can get that scrub J noise now. <laughs> I know we've told the story on the podcast here before, but the Steve had always seen blue jays. Yeah. Which at least attempt to make a nice noise. <laughs> well, I remember we were walking, we were still early on in dating. We were walking through the Presidio in San Francisco. And Steve points up like, oh, look at the blue jay up there. And I was like, oh, that's a scrub jay. So he was like, what's the difference? On cue, this bird opens his mouth. This trash bird just opens his mouth and is, ah! And Steve literally jumped back and was like, what is fucking wrong with that bird? And I was like, no, no, that's how they sound. Welcome to California. And, and, and just back up a second. You guys are dating? Oh, we were. Oh, we were. Oh, okay. Now we just fuck. That's right. (laughs) In our zero-G room. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Oh, we're definitely the first ones killed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So, babe, what's in that can? (laughs) Anyway. What's up? Nice. That had some pressure to it. Yeah. (laughs) They really like to hug it. Ooh, it smells like berries off the top. And the pour. So this has a light pink tint to it. Oh. I think that means they used real huckleberries. Or they oh. added colors. Yeah. has a beautiful white foamy head. Lots of medium bubbles dissipating quickly. Medium bubbles, I'm your huckleberry. <laughs> yeah, it smells super fruity up front. Mm. Oh, made with natural, mm. natural flavors added. Oh, there we go. <laughs> Gotta get those natural flavors yeah. added. Very, uh, very fruity... Uh, very natural flavors headed up front. It's, it's, it's really light though. Like it's almost like a, 
it, it, it's like a level above your uh, your carbonated waters and stuff that you drink. Yeah, but... yeah, it's kind of like a Lacroix. Mm. Um, yeah, not a lot of hop character, not a lot it's of Lacroix Extreme. Is yeah, it's a Lacroix Plus. <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely you're... very fruity and floral. <laughs> yeah, but it's not cloyingly sweet, which no, is nice, no. and it's not heavy. It's pretty thin-bodied, which works. Beautiful. That's that's good. Okay. <laughs> I want you to have some too. There we go. Uh, Brendan, are you drinking anything on your end? Well, I do have a coffee in front of me, but I also have a glass of Crown Royal because, yes, folks, here we are here celebrating Royal Month here on Everything I Learned from Movies. I'm Steve. I'm confused. And, and I'm Brendan. Wait a second. Guys, I told you I'm rusty. I'm sorry. I'm doing my best. <laughs> and I'm Jason. Hold on. If that's Steve, who have I been sleeping with? <laughs> oh, no. I've been sleeping with another man's wife. <laughs> Hello, it's me, Montrose Monkey Jim <laughs> III, here for Shining Lizzie's oh. Vagina. <laughs> oh, wow. Get the goddamn monkey out of me! Talking about the scraps or whatever. Adultery and puppet bestiality. What were More we- later! What were we watching where somebody's doing a terrible accent? Oh, yeah. It sounded like exactly Montrose, like yeah. Montrose. Fuck, what was it? Oh, shit, was it, um... It was a, uh, one of the Highlanders with the, uh... Yes. Oh, no, that was Colonel Sanders, uh, Corner Colonel Sanders or whatever. Okay. That's right. Yeah, uh, it was the Highlander the Source. I'm yeah. Sorry, one yeah, of yeah, the yeah. Highlander movies had terrible accents. <laughs> I know. I know, it's so know. unlike them. Brendan, <laughs> prepare yourself. Ahead of oh, time. I don't know. I've only seen the first two. Well, luckily, there's only three more to go and six seasons of a television show. So I'm okay. Thanks. But but it's all like made in Canada, especially those last three movies and the six seasons of television. Cool, 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 cool. Uh, cool. Coming soon though? on full screen. Mm, nope. <laughs> I will recommend hi- every Highlander and the entire series twice. Before anybody finishes Supernatural. <laughs> it's only like, what, 38 seasons? What are they up to now? Uh, uh, 16? 114? No, 17. 17? <laughs> Whoosh. Yeah, we because we were saying it should have ended at 16. Well, speaking of things that ended too soon, 2000 Supernova. Woo! From director Thomas Lee. <laughs> Uh, wait. Steve. <laughs> yeah, that when that popped up on screen, I'm like, oh no, I know the history of this movie. That this is, is not his name. <laughs> uh, apparently, it's Thomas Lee because they can't use Alan Smithy anymore because the like five directors associated with this movie didn't want their names on it. But, uh, babe, do you know who writer director Walter Hill is? Not a clue, Steve. Really? Not even hmm? the slightest clue. Nope. Uh, Hard Times, The Driver, Warriors, Long Riders, Southern Comfort, 48 Hours, Streets of Fire, Brewster's <gasps> Millions. Starting to refresh any memories because we just did a movie of his a couple weeks ago. Uh, Crossroads, Extreme Prejudice, Red Heat. <laughs> He's So what you're saying is it's weird that a very gritty action director did this movie? I mean... <laughs> Uh, wait, wait, Brendan, there's more. Johnny Handsome, we're not even in the 90s yet. Another 48 Hours, <coughs> Trespass, Geronimo and American Legend, Wild Bill, Last Man Standing, you know, the Bruce Willis one. This, Undisputed, Bullet to the Head, and Dead for a Dollar. Oh, I forgot Bullet to the Head. Yeah, I love that movie. So, so 48 Hours was an alright 90s action movie. 80s. 80s? 80s. 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 
okay. like early 80s. Another 48, 48 hours, hours is definitely one of those, it declined so rapidly that I like don't even count them as sequels <laughs> to each other. 48 hours is like a movie I saw with, with the um, promise of, oh, it's an Eddie Murphy comedy with Nick Nolte. I would argue it is barely a comedy. <laughs> and, I argue it's barely a movie. Aside from one scene where Eddie Murphy is like uh, pl- playing like a, he's, he's doing some kind of act in the bar and he's trying to pretend he's like a pimp or something. And th- like the whole scene is improvised and that's like easily the best scene in the movie. But then the rest of it is like pretty grim. <laughs> yeah. Well, luckily he followed that up with the ultimate rock opera, Streets of Fire. So, Eddie Murphy? <laughs> <laughs> no, director Walter Hill. No, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, sci-fi. Also a movie. You're right. <laughs> but Brandon, what if I told you he wasn't the only director of this movie? Uh, I what? would say not shocked. Uh, babe, do you know Francis Ford Coppola? Who? Mm. Oh, Nick Cage's uncle. That's right. <laughs> Didn't he supervise? I thought he like just supervised the edit or something like that. I mean, he's listed as director in IMDb, so okay. I'm going with it. But you may also know him for movies like The Terror, You're a Big Boy Now, The Godfather, The Conversation, Godfather Part 2, Apocalypse Now, The Outsiders, Rumblefish, Captain EO, Peggy Sue Got Married, Tucker, The Man in the Dream, Godfather 3, Bram Stoker's Dracula, Jack, This... Youth Without Youth, Tetro, Twixt, and Distant Vision, and coming soon, Megalopolis. Have you heard about this one, Brandon? Yeah, and I gotta say, I love how you started with the terror. Yeah. Everybody starts with Roger Corman, okay? There, 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 there was some Godfather. I don't know what it was. It's a little indie movie. You may have heard of it. Um, uh, yes, I have heard of Megalopolis. I heard that he was like really intent on getting Shia LaBeouf to be in the movie. Yep. And that's what was like holding him back a bit. And and you know what, Francis, I don't know if it's worth it. He's he's all, I mean, even even pre pre problematic Shia LaBeouf. Um, you know, just make your movie. <laughs> well, I, I mean, for those who haven't heard, of course Megalopolis, it's about an architect who wants to rebuild New York City as a utopia following a uh, devastating disaster. Uh just looking at this cast though, we have I don't know, his great nephew, Jason Schwartzman, Aubrey wait, Plaza. So, <laughs> wait, so, so, oh, well, actually, Aubrey Plaza, that sound, th- those two first names sound great, but, um, you're telling, wait, is, is Shia LaBeouf reprising his mutt character from, <laughs> from <laughs> Crystal Skull? That's right. No one we likes have, Shia LaBeouf. It, it's a, it's a real, uh, bringing a bunch of actors together. We have Jason Schwartzman as Rushmore, Audrey Plaza as Chick from Parks and Rec, <laughs> Adam Driver as Ferrari, uh, Natalie Emmanuel as hot chick from Game of Thrones, James Remar as, oh uh, shit, the Warriors, um, Ajax or some guy shit? from the Phantom, <laughs> James, <laughs> James Remar as was going to be Hicks in Aliens, <laughs> uh, John Voight from Anaconda, John, John Voight from Garbage Fires, <laughs> <laughs> Shia LaBeouf as Mutt, Dustin Hoffman <laughs> as Papillon. <laughs> Oh, they're gonna say Dustin Hoffman as Rain Man. Yeah, right. Dustin Hoffman as Kramer v. Kramer. Giancarlo Esposito as the guy from Maximum Overdrive. Uh, Forrest Whitaker as King of Scotland. <laughs> yeah, that's <laughs> Forrest Whitaker's most famous role. Larry Fishburne from Cherry Two Thousand. Uh, what? Tal- the, hold on a second. <laughs> 
Talia Shire as the sister. I don't know. <laughs> Talia Shire as Rocky's wife. <laughs> right. DB Sweeney as the cutting edge. Uh, and Balthazar Getty as, I don't know, Dark City. <laughs> I like how their their character names have just devolved into the movie titles now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a crazy cast, though, I gotta say. That's that's stacked. Yeah, yeah. And probably um, Nick Cage for a cameo, I'm just gonna guess. <laughs> as a Francis Ford Coppola's nephew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, uh, so are all those people in this movie? Oh, no. No, 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 no. Oh, oh. Uh, Bre- Brendan, wait. Also directed by Jack Shoulder. Who's he? Uh, uh, not, uh, you might know him from Nightmare on Elm Street 2, Freddy's Revenge, everybody's favorite. Oh, we did that one together, guys. Sure did. Lovebirds! Exploding lovebirds! <laughs> uh, Wishmaster 2, Evil Never Dies. <laughs> uh, this, Arachnid, and one episode of the Tremors TV show. <laughs> oh, wow. Um, also involved and in getting oh. a writing credit, William Malone. Who's he? he sounds uh, familiar. He's writer director of Creature, the Alien ripoff, um, House on Haunted Hill, and Fear.com. Oh boy! <laughs> so winners. Oh, oh Fear.com. Fuck me. Uh, let's see. There's also uh, Daniel Chiba as a writer. Uh, he did As Above, So Below, oh. uh, 2022's Marmaduke, and The Mitchells versus The Machines. So. Okay, how can someone be responsible for those two polar <laughs> polar opposite quality animated films? Oh, and uh, also a movie called Big Fish and Begonia, not to be confused with Big Fish or Begonia. I don't know. Yeah, Begonia. Yeah, I'm not familiar with Big Fish, but I know of Begonia. Yeah. Anyway, let's get to the cast. Oh my god. <coughs> Hundreds of people in this movie. Hundreds, I tell you. Uh, there's like six. Uh, James Spader as Nick Van Zant. Who's he, Steve? Oh, no, shit. actually, uh, trust me, I know who James Spader is. I've seen Stargate. That's right. <laughs> James Spader. <laughs> he is forever the guy I've from Stargate. I've seen Stargate and nothing else. <laughs> James Spader, who could be playing a virginal priest and still appear to be the horniest person in the world. <laughs> Dude, yeah. <laughs> Every time I watch Blacklist, it's like, who's he going to fuck this episode? Every single show and movie I've seen him in, I'm like waiting. I'm like, here we go. (laughs) Well, who is he going to fuck on this ship? Maybe Robin Tooney as Danica Lund. As opposed to Stanley Tucci, who's in the other sunshine. Uh, Supernova. Or Supernova. That's what I meant. Supernova. (laughs) Ah, stepped on my own joke. Uh, Academy Award nominee Angela Bassett as Dr. Kayla Evers. Hell yeah. Robert Forster as A.J. Marley for a cup of coffee. Oh man, cup of coffee is generous. (laughs) Lou Diamond Phillips as Yerzy Penalosa. Uh, That's his name? Yerzy, yep. Yerzy. That sounds like someone saying Jersey with like a bad accent. Like, oh, I'm from Yerzy. (laughs) It's a... a, uh... A Guatemalan gentleman saying Jersey. Yerzy. Yerzy. From Yerzy. Okay, before I get racist, please continue. (laughs) Exactly. And of course, everybody's favorite actor in this movie, and one they can name in literally anything else, Peter Facinelli as Carl Larson. Spoilers. Uh, (laughs) I guess. I don't know. I don't know if I know him, actually, to be honest with you. I had to look it up, and it was like, okay, he's done, like, TV stuff. All right. But, I don't know. I watch TV sometimes. He looks like he could be a movie star. Mm. 
Maybe <laughs> he changed his name to Paul Giamatti. No. <laughs> well, hey, if it wins him a, a gold globe and a, and a seat at the In-N-Out Burger, well, why not? <laughs> then a Golden Globe will get you an Animal Style Burger. Maybe nice. the best Golden Globe celebration photo I've ever seen. <laughs> Not it's maybe. pretty amazing it was fantastic the, the best part is he's taking that to the orgy yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah i do love that he took it into the in and out burger <laughs> as if like leave it in the car <laughs> darling i'm a golden globe winner i need the world to know <laughs> no i think it was more like are you kidding we're in downtown los angeles i'm not leaving this in the fucking car yeah right That's true. <laughs> He's like, I'll tie this around my goddamn neck. Anyway. Yeah. He's like, I got to go back to uh, Spokane, Washington, I'm assuming. I don't know. <laughs> if it's getting <laughs> stolen, I'm putting it at least on my fucking TikTok. <laughs> Hold on. Checking if Paul Giamatti has a TikTok. Oh, my God. If he does, just cancel the episode. That's what we're cancel doing. Cancel the internet. We're done. We've peaked. <laughs> Uh, so Brandon, how did how did you watch this movie? <laughs> Where can one it, find this? Oh, I watched it up in uh, the Great White North. Here, I watched it on Tubi. Ooh, Tubi! Mm. Yeah, uh, I saw exclusively on Tubi. Apparently, like it's not on Amazon or any of the others where you can pay for it. But hey, it's free on Tubi and worth it. Uh, it's also sorry, on the Blood I'm Bank. sorry. Breaking news. I'm so sorry. Jesus Christ. Okay. Paul Giamatti does not have his own TikTok account. There's one on his behalf from his agency, but. <laughs> Somebody made a Paul Giamatti filter, so there's an entire section of TikTok, apparently, of people wearing a Paul Giamatti digital mask. Fantastic. That's definitely not going to be problematic. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's where we're headed. Welcome to, to the world where nothing is real. Don't sexually assault women at all, but certainly don't do it while wearing a Paul Giamatti digital mask. I mean... You know what? That's just good life advice. That's right. If you're going to do it, wear a Shatner mask like we did back in the 70s. Yeah. We liked it. <laughs> and we were grateful. <laughs> <laughs> it was horrible and we loved it. Mm. All right. So we hop on Tubi <laughs> and yeah. we start this thing up. And of course, we start in the deepest of space. Mm. And we're introduced to the emergency response vehicle Nightingale or whatever. It's... It's exactly the ship you're picturing. I, like, you've seen a movie from Alien to Battlestar Galactica to whatever. It's a ship that you you question, huh, can this ever leave an atmosphere or enter another one and not just completely you, fall you apart? You get it towed or... up. You know, that's not for going in and out of atmospheres. It's for floating around in space. No. Okay. <laughs> it's sort of like an ultralight. Ultralight gliders can't launch themselves out of an airport. they got to be towed up because they're just for gliding around. And then landing. So towed up behind a rocket ship. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Escaping the bonds of a celestial yeah. body. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, probably in some sort of protective external vessel that we just dump into space like we currently do. Oh, okay. Yeah. I will right. say, guys, I think right away the movie really conveys the mood well of having gone through four directors and five writers. I think you really get the sense of that or early on. I want to commend the movie for that. Yeah, yeah, you definitely, you you feel like everyone's fingers have been in this pie. <laughs> yeah. You can taste their individual Not essence. Not just fingers. <laughs> and it's really, really skewed the aesthetics. <laughs> just right away, it's just, I'm for the first, like, five minutes, my notes are just, 
the dialogue is on the level of the room. Oh, like, you mean you mean when the onboard computer says, Benjamin, Benjamin, Benjamin. And then I assume what? Benjamin wakes up and is like, yes, what is it, uh, sweetie? Yeah. What, this computer's name is sweetie? Mm-hmm. Apparently the computer's name is sweetie. Like, I'm sorry, I was conducting a test. Like, there wasn't a scheduled test. I know, I was <laughs> uh, doing... A test of a test, and I'm like, I already don't like what what this they're trying to do with this computer thing. Will you, will you would play, you Would you like to play chess? Will you play yeah. Chess with me, like you always do. Benjamin <laughs> has definitely stuck his dick in Sweetie once, and oh, Sweetie yeah. loved it. Was very bashful about it, but now like will not leave him alone. Yeah. So then we cut to Lou Diamond Phillips and Robin Tooney fucking. Yeah. Hard cut. Hard cut. Yeah. Hard cut. Yeah. Then cut to, I don't know, two guys playing ping pong. Then a hard cut to a captain watching Tom and Jerry cartoons and, I don't know, dictating a thesis or something. Oh my god, that was insane. This is the first, like, (laughs) seven minutes of the movie. And he's like, you see Tom and Jerry, uh, after the great uh, cartoon violence ban of 2102. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Yeah. Hard cut to James Spader giving exposition and floating around. Hard cut to Dr. Angela Bassett checking him out with his shirt off. And I'm like, fucking focus, movie. Oh, my God. And yeah, yeah. But, babe, we have to prove this crew fucks. No, fuck yeah, they do. But they PG-13 fuck. Let's be clear. I mean, yeah, so I leave, saw some boobs. They leave their mm. underwear on. Oh, boobs don't count, babe. I don't see James Spader, but, I you know, don't. I see Robin Stevens. Yeah, Stones. like, if, if you see James shadow. Spader... Then, uh, <laughs> then you know it's real. Have you guys ever seen the interview, the the press junket thing where they ask uh, James Spader about? I think they're asking. Actually, I think they are asking about Crash, the movie that Izzy accidentally saw. <laughs> yeah, no, I oh. wanted to see the movie Crash, oh, and I watched the movie Crash. Best picture um, winning Crash. But did I you... just didn't see the Crash I thought I was going to see. <laughs> did you see? Did you ever see that press junket thing where somebody's asking about like the the all the female nudity and the lack of uh, male nudity in in the in the film and his response? Have you ever seen that clip? No. Okay, so basically they're like, yeah, there just seem like women are objectified a lot more in in that movie. And he said, well, he's got sunglasses on the whole time. Of course. And he says. Well, in most of that movie, I am fucking, and when you are fucking, you generally don't see the penis. <laughs> it just, is somehow obscured by the female body as I am and he within just it. just sits back and takes a drag of a cigarette and shuts up for the rest of it. <laughs> Guys, what if James Spader was Iron Man? I mean, just... Oh, God. <laughs> I know he comes in Ultron later as a voice or whatever, but... I mean, you count. can see it, right? No, that was him. That was him in the suit. <laughs> oh, it was? Oh, shit. Yeah. Why does RGJ get all of his checks then? Because <laughs> James Spader's a weird dude. You know, <laughs> you didn't even have to say that for us all to know James Spader's a weird fucking dude. I don't know. I think we only found out with this movie, didn't we, guys? That is mean, totally normal. You guys like, didn't get weird vibes from him from, is, is from you, No, no, I was just going to say, that's like his most subdued performance and ever. And he's still kind of fucking and weird. And you, you still think he's fucking a mummy. Yeah. Man, like, remember when James Spader was in The Mummy? <laughs> I was going to say, I haven't seen Stargate, so I can't comment on that mummy comment. I'm sorry, what? what? God damn it, Brandon. Sorry. What about, what about Stargate SG-1? What about Stargate Atlantis? No, no mm, one's seen those. No one. None of those. Shut up, Steve. Some of us have seen it. Next you're going to tell me, like, MacGyver's in one of them. Um, so, Steve. <laughs> so, anyway, we're in space. 
<laughs> no, we get some exposition. Okay, so apparently James Spader is like this new crew member on this Nightingale ship or whatever. Uh, but we also find out he's re- fresh out of rehab for six months or whatever because uh, he was taking some some Hazen or whatever the drug is. Uh, and of course, he's a, so he's a recovering Hazer. <sighs> also, see, Nightingale ship? What kind of ship is it? Aside from one that you fuck on. <laughs> Emergency they're, response. They're, medical yeah, they're, vessel they're, they're, they're medical vessel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, oh my God, it's almost like they're warning you, like, "Hey, we'll come and rescue you, but uh, we're a little horny for a You're medical gonna vessel." Get fucked, guys. I'm get... sorry. I don't mean to throw off this. I don't mean to throw this podcast off, but I we have to start talking about that World War One robot right now. Yeah. Oh no, no, no! <laughs> Not even <laughs> World War One robot. <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so, so there's this. Uh, wait, does it come up yet? It's it's pretty early on. It's, it's pretty. It's James weird. James Spader and Angela Bassett are like talking and like uh, like eye fucking, and he's just like in they're the basically background. they're 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 talking, but really the the thing is like, why haven't we fucked yet? Oh, did we not fuck already? Wait, did we? <laughs> like, wait a second, aren't we both beautiful? We are gorgeous. <laughs> in, the, well, in the background, this robot's just like, wonk, wonk, wink, wonk, beep, Now, when you say robot, Brendan, do you mean a guy wearing a sock and, like, goggles? Oh, it is. Like a full body sock? Uh, you sent me a meme yesterday, but it <laughs> yeah, is sure did. so accurate. It's like they yeah. spent... I won't even, I won't reveal, because I'm sure you're going to tell us what the budget is later, which is astounding. Yeah, I mean, Well, yes. if you want to say it now, go for it. Okay, guys, there was a $90 million budget for this movie. Jeez. I'm going to spoil it right now. It didn't make the money back because you've never heard of this movie. <laughs> well, I, I like to think that $89.9952 million was spent other places and they spent the rest on this robot. <laughs> to get the total of seven actors, six we've named, and whoever's in this goddamn robot sock. So <laughs> oh, it's Jean-Claude Van Damme, babe. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh shit, yeah, it's Jean-Claude from uh, The Predator or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. It's... It's so bizarre because it's like oh, everything else is so like well the, the CGI is ugly as fuck obviously because it, it is but at least they attempted the robot sock monster they did that's, not attempt well that's what I mean that's what I was gonna say like the rest of it is so like oh we're spending the money to pay for this terrible CGI and this is just a sock puppet <laughs> Rob, Robin Tooney's gonna sue us because we keep having her in sex scenes <laughs> so do you guys think Wait, that maybe what? they thought they Whoever designed the robot thought there was going to be CGI over it. I mean, maybe. Yeah, I, but and then, but then why would it be, like, <laughs> stitched with white yarn or whatever? <laughs> yeah, well, that's just it. Like, they were like, whatever, they're going to throw a CGI thing over it anyway. Why, you know. In, in the days before mocap, I yeah. guess. Yeah. I, I would have it. laughed so hard if that robot showed up and was just wearing, like, green all over its body. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh shit! I was just thinking, Lord of the Rings is being filmed like at this time, mm-hmm. like in you know ninety nine, two thousand when this is being oh, made. Man. So, yeah, shit. Like they're probably like, oh yeah, yeah. Then we get the uh, you know we put some of the budget towards like actually putting something over this, <laughs> but they just like, well, fuck, we're out of money. I mean, it kind of looks like a robot, right? It's, it's good enough. <laughs> it doesn't look like I don't know Abe Sapien walking around in the background without any. <laughs> digital effects so do they just des- so they describe it because robert forster is like a world war one buff i guess 
Is that what, how they describe it? And he wanted a robot to like look like that. Maybe I missed it. What, what the reason? Oh, I, I, I don't know if no, it's ever that just was explained. Not, like that, nothing like that was talked about in this movie. Yeah, when it, when it pops up, like touching the thing later, I'm like, wait, wait, what is this again? <laughs> I thought I thought this was like restricted to the uh, the medical tent. Like, right? I, I assumed it was plugged into the wall or something. I swear, I heard some kind of explanation like that, where someone was like, "Oh, they're a big, they're a big." Uh, history buff so we thought we designed this robot like this and i'm like no you didn't you ran out of money oh yeah because they they mentioned something about uh spader also being like an ex-military pilot and i think something about world war one or something came up with that like oh yeah he likes having uh you know the good old boy pilots or whatever and i'm like but that was like 300 years ago or whatever in the world of this universe that's like saying yeah he likes one of those uh french generals you know uh, that's why i love seeing like quote-unquote futuristic movies where they reference like the hottest like some song that was like super hot in 2000 you're like okay movie yeah. it's still big then sure you know wild stallions when they uh <laughs> d- d- defined a generation yeah <laughs> anyway where were we oh yeah so i don't know the the you know spader like took basically took the assignment because he likes the privacy of deep space also apparently I, i'm assuming the nightingale has a reputation of everyone fucks on it mm, um, he's also a drug addict oh yeah 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 recovering hazer <coughs> or whatever um sorry and apparently uh benjamin or whatever also like tried to program human traits into the computer system and i'm like why why has anyone ever tried this? Like, when has it ever helped? Yeah. Weirdly yeah. enough, in this movie, it doesn't bite him in the ass. Like, it actually almost saves uh, his life. I mean, doesn't it, though, Brandon? <laughs> no, I think, actually, if he didn't program them in, the movie is telling us that he would have... It wouldn't have been even close. Because uh, I don't think that the robot wouldn't have had feelings at all. And in this one, it was struggling with its feelings, uh, at least. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll get to that fucking scene. Right. God damn it. Uh, but, uh... <laughs> All right, so yeah, we find out Doctor Doctor Angela Bassett, whatever her name is. Uh, she she doesn't like hazers because apparently, I guess we find like an ex of hers was a drug user. Mm. Cool. Weep weep. There's the alert. Oh no, what's going on? Oh, we're getting a distress signal, and and we're the only ones in the quadrant or whatever you know Star Trek setup. Uh, you know, we got to go to the Titan Thirty Seven mining complex or whatever. Cool. It's a distress call. It's a rogue moon. <laughs> what, what what's happening? There were two we, times they said something that was close to Rebel Moon, and it gave me, like, like the heebie-jeebies. And what if Rogue One and Rebel Moon fused together? Oh, you'd have half of a movie that I'd watch. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, basically, yeah, they're going to an old mining planet uh, because the distress call is coming from... <gasps> Carl! I know that name! Uh, Dr. Angela Bassett. Uh, uh, instantly, I'm like, oh, it's the X awesome this is gonna be great guys on any in any world in any planet in any future can you see angela bassett the fucking coolest of the cools hooking up with a guy named carl i mean carl urban's a thing i but he's they're few and far between i think yeah i mean it's not a, yeah. i just think of i just think of carl like from the simpsons when i think of carl <laughs> oh oh i'm sorry carl carlson's not good enough for angela or, bassett yeah, no. I think Angela Bassett deserves the best. I mean, it's the, ba- true. the Bassett's. Does, I mean, it's cut, who cut is back. good enough for Angela Bassett? Mm, there's not a lot of people. Right? No, I mean she famously burned an Lawrence entire Fishburne? car. <laughs> uh, oh, wow! It's no. what's love got to do with it? Check it out, guys. 
it's a great movie but uh not not a not a, a easy one to watch you can find out how Ike Turner and Rick James started the National Organization for Women. <laughs> Steve, uh, I don't believe uh, that's the movie you watched. <laughs> I've only heard about it from the critics, so... <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think they said that either. <laughs> they, they sure did. Oh, boy. <laughs> uh, so anyway, all right, so they're going to go save these guys, but, you know, they're a couple galaxies over. Uh, what are they going to do? Oh, they're going to jump. Hmm. No, uh, apparently they're going to Event Horizon their ass over there with a jump. Uh, by the yeah. way, guys, this is three years after Event Horizon. Oh, this movie's trying so hard to Event Horizon, and it can't. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> Brendan, how, how does one jump across the galaxy? Okay, don't they get naked? They sure do. Okay, I'm glad. It's very I, important. I thought I was having a stroke. because <laughs> Yeah, so, so they're like, all right, everybody get ready, and they instantly just start fucking stripping and they have like two minutes to like strip down in this foggy ass room and get in the the alien tubes (laughs) like i looked down to to finish a note and i looked up and nobody had clothes on (laughs) i was like yeah wait a second no no complaints but weren't they just about to space travel (laughs) yeah exactly and not only that i'm sure you were taking notes because uh (laughs) we find out lou diamond phillips last time i jumped i didn't shit right for a month (laughs) And I wrote down Bad Santa. Exactly, Bad Santa. <laughs> bad Santa, you hacks. <laughs> Terry's wig off. Uh, so yeah, they strip down, get in the, the little transport tubes from Alien or whatever. And then, I don't know, the quickening happens and they ride a lightning bolt across yep. the galaxy. <laughs> zoom, zoom, zoom. <laughs> this sequence is so long. Like when they're traveling and they're doing that that those horrible CGI effects of them like going through that tube that, that it, they stole from Stargate. Oh, is that right? Well, it feels like it's like, <laughs> it feels like it's like ten minutes long. I mean, you know, <laughs> did they steal it from Stargate? Who stole it from Two Thousand One Space Odyssey? Who stole it from getting flushed down a toilet in space? Like, like who? What? What is stealing and what's homage? I mean, know? really, the only true artist was George Melier when he made a trip to the moon in nineteen o two. Everything after that is just stolen. <laughs> <laughs> but what about the faked moon landing in nineteen sixty nine by Stanley oh, Kubrick? Oh boy! Oh boy! <laughs> <laughs> guys let's talk about room 237 let's not <laughs> but also maybe the least definitely the least racist conspiracy theory so maybe that's okay <laughs> I mean, also true uh oh another thing that happens during this jump is uh apparently captain uh robert forrester he comes up and he's basically like Hey, uh, doctor, you and me are switching tubes, um, you know, blah, blah, blah. Just kind of like, well, why? Uh, j- just just do it. That's an order, that I, kind of thing. I have to die next, so... Yeah, yeah like, like, there's no way you're getting out of this movie, Angela Bassett. I'm, I gotta go be in, uh, I don't know, be cool or something. How the fuck do you kill off Robert Forster in the first 15 minutes? That's crazy. Right? Yeah, you got me, I don't know. Yeah. Jackie Brown had it right. Make him co-lead. Don't kill him off right away. Wait, did Dar- Tarantino do a rewrite of this? I don't... <laughs> no, because Pam Greer wasn't the doctor. No, I didn't see any feet, and uh, <laughs> it wasn't oh. particularly bloody. Right. Hey, do, do you know why Pam Greer wasn't in this movie? Why? Because she was doing Ghosts of Mars around this time. Fuck yes! <laughs> boy, oh boy. 
So anyway, we just watched that the other day. We sure did. Oh. It holds up. Sure. You know why it holds up? <laughs> it holds up what? It holds up because it never. It, it was never great. It's still exactly the same. It's exactly the same as you remember it. Well, I saw it a year ago, and I don't remember anything too fondly about it. You don't, rah, 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 you, rah. you don't remember the breathing goggles? Uh, I just remember Jason Statham's hair. Desolation Williams. The, the main pants. Thing, the main thing I remember is saying at the end, Brent was right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Brent, and, and shout out to Brent as a as a giant Ice Cube fan, <laughs> still hating that movie. <laughs> <laughs> So anyway, zip, zap, zoom, they're across the universe now. Yeah. And uh, we get there, and oh no, it looks like Benjamin's face is all distorted, and oh, psych, he's not dead. <laughs> like, dude, Oh shit, what happened to the captain? <laughs> that, that, was, that was not cool, right? I mean, after all oh, no. that, and you do a boo at someone, come on, Benjamin. Yeah, yeah, that's when you get punched in the face, <laughs> Steve. Yeah. Right? Like, oh, sorry. <laughs> like, you're okay. Uh, but yeah, unfortunately, Captain Forrester, he's, uh, he's been Cronenberged. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he gets a real nasty death. For, for a while, I didn't even know it was him right away, and then I noticed that he was missing from the crew, and I was like, oh, I guess he did die. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? Wait, isn't Robert Forrester supposed to be given orders? Oh, no, that's right. <laughs> I have a question right. for you guys, since you're, you're alcohol connoisseurs. <laughs> okay. Um... And maybe this is just me being ignorant. I could be compl- I could be completely wrong here, but I, j- I I wrote this down specifically to ask you: Would pear brandy have a real pear in the bottle? There is pre- there there, are, there is brandy that has pears yeah. on, on it, and uh, limoncello often comes with a lemon in it. The growing, uh, put putting the the bottles on the tree and growing the fruit inside it is a thing. Okay, because. Yeah. When they said that, I was like, that's either true or that's another baffling thing that this movie just made up, and I wouldn't be shocked either way. <laughs> no, no, that's a real thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, totally. It just seems cra- uh, it just still seems crazy. And because this movie was doing so much crazy shit already, I was like, I don't know, I don't know what's I don't know what's real like anymore. She, like, like one of the directors is like, This is gonna be my big Oh shit, Francis Ford Coppola is like, This is gonna be my next big thing. Pam Brandy, grown Woo, in the bottles. Yeah. <laughs> They I already got the winery. Su- Haven't we been to? Did we go to Coppola's? Of course. Yeah. Okay. They yeah. Uh, they should have made Supernova pear brandy after this. So, so then, oh no, space turbulence! <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> so, herb. yeah, Captain Spader gets to the whole. Uh, I don't know. They're in a high gravity field and a debris cloud and blah blah blah. And it's like, oh no, they're gonna crash! Ah, ah, the CPU's name, sweetie, sweetie, help me out here! Oh, uh, nope, just reboot the system. Okay, we're good. <laughs> Um, somebody makes a comment at one point says, uh, healthy as a horse to a naked, about a naked person. And I said, Oh, really? Oh yeah. That's when, uh, that's a little later. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, okay. So, so the ship's taken on, it's, it's used all of its fuel or whatever doing the jump thing, which is like, Oh, and you're the rescue ship. Okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, apparently they, it's going to take <coughs> 17 hours to recharge, but, in 17 hours and 11 minutes or whatever, apparently it's going to be sucked in by the planet. I don't know. They Anyway, there's an 11-minute window for them to, like, get the fuck out of there once it's recharged, right? Mm-hmm. So then, uh, all right, cool. Everything's back to normal. Uh, this is where Spader brings out the, the brandy. 
to like you know <laughs> get inside of dr angela bassett can't blame them there because they go straight to zero g fucking brendan <laughs> is there a particular i'm just gonna call it fuck room in this ship uh there's a lot if Again, I will say, for a PG-13 movie, this contains the most fucking I think I've seen. <laughs> for, 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 this, for, the, for this MPAA rating in particular. Also, Steve, I don't mean to step on your fun facts because they're super fun facts because they're fun, fun facts. Is it not true that they're not actually fucking? Can we just allude to that for a second? I know, I know they're not actually fucking, but mm-hmm. is it not true that these two actors are not even, maybe not even in this scene? I mean, of course. Okay. <laughs> that's that's movie magic. There is a thing about <laughs> they're, they're bringing in a stunt cock and stunt, a- stunt asses. But, and, but, you know. Oh, yeah. But is there is there a thing about that, though, where they're not actually there? Because I read something alluding to that. Oh, that they're just like horrible CGI whatever things spinning around. And, okay, I, I what I was trying to get at is this fuck room that everybody fucks in. Because it's basically this room on the side of the ship that's... Might as well be a fishbowl. Like, it's just glass, like, on the outside. So, I guess you can look into space or whatever as you're doing it. But it's, like, there's no gravity in it. And people, uh, just the same way, missionary position, just spinning around. You know, very PG-13, whatever. Mm. Like, mostly covering the naughty bits, except for the occasional nip slips. But they're just holding and, like, it's, like, panning around them. Yeah, I don't know. It's... But 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 my thing is like, okay, cool, this is a medical ship, and this is I guess where the doctors and nurses like take their time take their breaks. I don't know. It's very unsanitary. I mean, I assume it's specifically that room because it does oh. clean itself like once everybody leaves, like it's decontamination. You know? mm-hmm. Well, maybe I'll save it. I'll wait till I'll wait till you get to your facts because there's 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 a weird thing I re- I read about that scene and I, I don't know I don't know if you have it or not. Uh, I don't know either because the fun I have a lot of fun facts, but I also got them like six months ago. <laughs> Something to do with CGI replacing actors? Should I? It, look, look, if you've got the information, go for okay, it. Okay, I'll just say it. I read that they put that sex scene in at the last second and they. <laughs> And this is what I read, that they CGI'd James Spader and uh, Pam Greer. Pam Greer. Jesus Christ. James Spader. Because <laughs> you said Pam Greer earlier. James yeah, Pam Greer <laughs> stepped up to the plate fresh <laughs> off Ghost of Mars and was like, yeah, I'll take one from Spader. <laughs> James Spader and Angela Bassett's uh, uh, heads, I read that they CGI'd their heads onto like the other couple. To, oh. So that they could have them having a sex scene. Um, oh, they, on, on to LDP and Robin Tooney? Yeah, and I, I read that that's why it's like there's like no light in that scene. Yeah, okay. I mean, that that would totally check out with can, their can you imagine the, soccer robot. They, that, that must have cost so much money. <laughs> $90 million budget, Brandon. It could have been given to feed the homeless. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, then we cut to Lou Diamond Phillips and Robin Tooney. They're having a discussion, you know, post-coitus, of course, mm. um, because apparently they were fucking simultaneously on the other side of the ship in their quarters. Yep. But they're like, hey, guess what? I just got approved for, uh, you know, a birthing permit or I got whatever. you approved, or, or we're going to apply for, no, they're going to apply for a baby, because she was like, wait, what if both of us don't get approved? Like, no, no, we're both beautiful specimens of humanity. Of course we're going to get approved. He even said beautiful, genetically engineered <laughs> specimens. And I'm like, oh, is this going to become a thing later? Nope. Right? Nope. nope. So that was in somebody else's script. 
<laughs> yeah, somebody went into the into the script and just like cut b- bits here and there, and then pasted it together, and then threw it in the air. <laughs> yeah. So then everybody's called to the I don't know the the captain flight deck I I don't know the bridge we'll say the bridge that's mm-hmm. the thing right mm-hmm. go Star Trek mm-hmm. and uh, like, uh, James Spader's like hey so Captain Forrester he knew that something was wrong with the pod and that's why he switched it out for whatever reason because I, I guess he wanted to punch his own ticket out of here i don't know what uh anyway so yeah in about 17 hours this thing will be recharged but we have an 11 minute window before i don't know a black hole sucks us into the planet oh okay is that is that gonna be enough time like i sure as a hope so like yeah we just have to be ready that's all cool oh hey there's a transport ship heading our way Oh shit! It's coming in fast, and there's no response. Oh no! And they blast it out of the air. Roll credits, guys. What do we think? No, no. They... This is where Carl. Oh, I'm spoiler alert. Not Carl shows up. Yeah. Oh, I have it as not. Okay, so we know the the, the signal came from Carl, and that's why you know Doctor Bassett's like, oh my god, we have to go check it out. Blah, blah, blah. You, you know why I didn't believe? That, you know why I did believe it wasn't Carl though for the longest time because he says his name is Troy, and he is a real Troy. Oh yeah. Like, he's no Troy McClure. He, he might as well have no. been a Kyle or something. You know? <laughs> Todd. <laughs> yeah, Todd. Oh, Todd. A little, a little the worst. But uh, yeah, so not Carl is brought on board. And, uh, you know, th- th- this is where they're checking him out. You know, Dr. Bassett and Robin Tooney, for some reason, are checking him out. Like, oh, yeah, he's strong as a horse. And look, his bones have some sort of spiraling thing. And they're just, like, strengthening themselves. Not at all weird. Mm. He's perfectly safe to leave on board um, on board this ship, and and I'm just like screaming at the TV. And you motherfucker, seen species? Man, anyway, yeah, it kind of it kind of becomes that a little bit. Yes, ab- uh, Br- Brandon, t- this movie was like a species sequel. This movie is like <laughs> is like a soissant of every other movie. Yeah, somebody watched a <laughs> watched a doubleheader of Event Horizon and Species and was yep. like, "Yeah, I can do that." Yeah, mash them together with paste. Let's put this movie out. And then they followed up the craft and like, "Oh yeah, she's a decent actress." So the, <laughs> but yeah, this is where we find out that uh, oh yeah, the doctor Doctor Bassett had a relationship with this Carl guy five years ago, and she even says like, "Yeah, this guy like has a resemblance," but I, it, he said as he's he's uh carl's son or whatever troy and i'm like uh-huh okay i kind of know where this is going <laughs> yeah but uh yeah then uh not carl uh he's just walking around nude and uh danica you know Ro- robin tooney she has a little chat with her and he's just sitting there like <laughs> i don't know leaning up against the wall like shaking his hips a little bit so it was dangling <laughs> swinging in the wind i don't know and she's Woo! just like oh my god i've never seen a penis before which is like does Lou Diamond Phillips have like a pigtail or something? Like well, he's genetically doing? engineered. <laughs> he's got like a little porky big corkscrew coming out the front. <laughs> yeah, he's got like he's got like a Howard the Duck uh, penis. Oh yeah, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, and okay, and then, and then yeah, also uh, Captain Spader. I think he's like talking to Doctor Bassett whenever he's like, "Hey, so another thing." So there's only five of those, uh, the, the alien pods or whatever yet for when we go back, but there's six of us on board. Like, Hey, we don't need to worry about that now. I'm sure, I'm sure at least one of us is going to die. James Spader says like, as the captain, I'll stay in the uh, escape pod and just in case everybody's like, uh, 
Don't think that's going to work. But babe, that's code for, I don't think we're all going to make it. So, but <laughs> I'll take, I'll take any vacancies. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, not Carl, no. Uh, Troy gives uh, some sketchy story about like, oh yeah, I was just scavenging this planet for, you know, minerals and whatever. And uh, of course, everybody's skeptical of him, whatever. And uh, uh, Captain Spader now, he's like, hey, LDP, why don't you go uh, check out check out his ship and you know see if there's anything on there we should be we should know about. Blah, yeah, blah, blah. go by go by yourself. It'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Every, everybody's fine by themselves in space. Because <laughs> I think the this, this saying is everyone can hear you scream for help if you need it, right? Yeah, yeah, totally. In space, yeah. That's, that's, the, that's the phrase. So LDB goes with his uh, giant x-ray cannon or whatever and just starts blasting inside of the room so you like see inside boxes and shit. Mm. And one of them, huh, that's weird. What the fuck's in here? Space pussy. Yo- <laughs> it's a, a fucking color out of space pussy. <laughs> <laughs> like just this magenta blob or whatever that LDP's like, I'm about to fist this thing. Mm. Yeah. So he does, and I I, I don't know. Um, Spader like kind of walks in on him and is like, Hey, what uh, what are you doing, buddy? Mind if I put it in quarantine because we don't know what the fuck you're finger blasting right now? And he's like, Yeah, probably a good idea. And Troy's like, look, I don't want to tell you guys, but, you know, oh, and this is also where the, uh, the, the, the sock robot comes back to like, Ugh. I don't know, <laughs> move the thing around. So take readings or something. I don't know. You know what? Aside from the last, like one of the final moments of the movie, which really could have been done with any character in any, any other situation, that robot has like, there's no reason for it to exist. Yeah. 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 That's the worst get- part. Again, I assume it's something from an earlier script. Like, uh. yeah, they were originally all World War One robot uh, sock puppets, <laughs> which, which in this world would be like two hundred years old. So that makes sense, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Troy gives a story like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, I don't want to tell you guys, but this is like the most valuable thing ever created, and blah blah blah. And I was gonna cut you guys in for like five percent, and of course, Spader's like. All right, that's cool, but um, it's going to have to do it off my ship because it's getting the fuck out. Like, what? No, you can't do that. Uh, I don't know. So Spader's then's like, all right, cool. I'm going to take the, as the captain of this ship, I'm just going to take the shuttle down to the ice moon, the mining thing to check everything out. And I'm like, that's not how those work. <laughs> but I guess, you know, LDP's, you know, feeling some effects from finger blasting mm. and uh so he's like all right i guess i gotta do it myself yeah, can't he... send robin tooney what does robin tooney do on the ship uh she fucks troy dude but B- besides receive semen <laughs> i mean babe come on the she, she, ever... she's the florence pew and oppenheimer of this movie <laughs> yes she's their muse <laughs> academy award-winning movie oppenheimer guys check it out <laughs> Steve, they haven't even had the Academy Awards yet. Trust me, they're getting a few. Florence Pugh, best supporting actress. I unironically am agreeing with you, though. I, I know, I know you are. Everybody is. All right. Anyway, um, so so yeah, so he goes down. Uh, my next note is I really don't like sassy fucking computers when they're in movies. No, they're... sassy computers don't work. 
Because, yeah, Spader's, like, flying down, the computer's, I don't know, they're they're having banter back and forth, and I'm like, no, just land the fucking ship, guys. Yeah, oh yeah, and Troy, like, starts chatting with uh, Robin Tooney about having a baby, and basically is like, look, I, I get it, you're not sure that uh, Lou Diamond Phillips is the one, like, sure, you've seen La Bamba, but you've also seen Bats, like, you're having questions about his decision making. And How dare you talk about the star of Route 666? <laughs> I don't think that had come out yet, but I don't know. Maybe Bats hadn't either. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, sure, but you've like, seen, sure you've seen the math teacher movie, but have you also seen the one where he hunts a weird killer? Yeah, Stand and Deliver and uh, the the Final Power or something yeah, the like that? Power. The first, first, first power, power? First Power? Yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> no, the opposite. The First Power. <laughs> Yeah, but uh, but 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 you know, Troy's basically like, look, one last fling of passion, you know. Then you know, like, uh, if if you fuck me and then go back to him, you know, he's the one. But uh, if I get some feelings out of you, then maybe maybe reconsider. You know what I mean? The only real sin is regret. And I'm like, come on. I'm like, guys, dude, where did you go? Where did you get your Bible study? Look, I got some random space cock here. Refresh. <laughs> Healthy as a horse, they said. You you heard Academy Award nominee Angela Bassett? <laughs> she wouldn't lie. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, what happens from here? Oh, yeah, they fuck. <laughs> Zero G, of they course. They fuck. Uh, meanwhile, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips, he's getting another uh, hit of magentas. He's, you know, he, he, he's going all in. Like, he's he's getting up to the neck in that thing. Yeah, he and, really, uh, he spends most of the movie at this point just sticking his arm in a strange space pussy. Yeah. 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 And, and face. And, you know, what? Oh. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's, he's, he's. <laughs> God damn it, Izzy. Sickness didn't stop you from making that noise, and I salute you. That's right. A true professional. Yeah. Um. So yeah, then Spader gets down to the moon. Uh, he takes like a fast elevator that goes two miles down, and and I'm like, I mean, that's great for like an elevator that goes slightly slower than terminal velocity. But <laughs> I don't know. Again, because he again he's on his own. Like, why are pe- people yeah. just keep leaving individually? <laughs> Yeah. And like this guy Troy is not to be trusted. Like even if I didn't know he was going to end up being Carl because he just he seemed like such a Troy, I still said there's no way Troy is good news at all. No. There's no, absolutely no, no. no way. Who? Guess who's in quarantine forever? <laughs> oh, he's healthy as a horse. I don't give a fuck. Throw him in the cage. Throw him in the brig. <laughs> no. Launch him into space. <laughs> I mean, save it. No. Oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> Oh yeah! Around this time, the computer is also analyzing the uh, space vagina or whatever, and it's like, "Oh, this contains ninth dimensional matter," and I'm like, "Shut the fuck up, movie! <laughs> what the fuck is ninth dimensional matter?" That's like, when I wrote down science rhubarb. I'm like, "Shut yeah. up! Just say things that make sense. Set things up and then say them." <laughs> yeah, bleep, blorp, spontaneous creation, blah blah blah. I'm like, wait, it's. It, it's like the center of the Big Bang. Like, is that what we're trying to get at? And then we cut to <laughs> Dr. Bassett being like, it's a bomb. No, like, you forgot the part where she what? was like, no, no, no. So it was a, oh, so what is it made of? Ninth dimensional matter. What would happen to ninth dimensional matter if it was released to a three dimensional world? Three dimensional. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, you mean the real world? Yeah, okay. Yeah. It would destroy everything. But then 
have the capacity to rebuild life. Yeah, spontaneously create life. In oh, oh my god! So it's like Thanos? <laughs> yeah. 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 It just takes out half the world, but then, you know, half the world does pretty good because the resources are uh, more plentiful. <laughs> it's the Infinity Gauntlet, if it were a space pussy. <laughs> Steve, I really wish they would put your review on the on the front of the box. It's the Infinity Gauntlet if it were a space pussy. If, if at the end of Iron Man 2, Thanos reached deep into a space pussy and said, I guess I gotta take care of it myself. Oh, man. But instead of snapping his fingers, he just fingers the space pussy. <laughs> he just flicks his tongue a bit. Oh. Yeah, Pikachu style. That's right. Uh, so, yeah, a- after this, um, I-, I don't know, Lou Diamond Phillips is, like, doing the, the like, standing push-ups where he's, like, perfectly straight and blah, blah, blah. Because, you know, he gets spot- uh, caught, you know, finger blasting the space pussy. And uh, the doctor scans him and, like, oh, yeah, you have increased muscle mass. And he's like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> like, oh, but you're also, like, getting younger and it's like, and are you putting it together yet, guys? Come on. By the way, I was waiting for them to be fighting a baby. <laughs> they, they go back and it's just like a little La Bamba baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's been in too long. <laughs> I, no, I no, I wanted, I wanted, because uh, they were saying that, that Troy was getting younger too, right? Weren't they? And Yeah. And then, well, well, yeah, later. Yeah, I, yeah. I wanted Troy to regress into like literally an infant. <laughs> just, just, By the end of the movie, he's just a super strong infant. He's <laughs> it's just um, it's just like Supernova turns into like baby geniuses. <laughs> My worst nightmare! <laughs> Supernova colon baby geniuses three or whatever. <laughs> baby in the space pussy. Uh, so yeah, what happens from here? Yeah, Spader like like Sweetie's not even responding to Spader anymore, but Troy is because he's on the the fucking captain seat or whatever, and he's like, uh, yeah. So this is what happened. You see all those dead bodies and shit down there? Yeah, that was me. They wanted their cut, and I wanted to keep it. Blah blah blah. Uh, oh, by the way, I also have control of all the mine equipment down there. And then like tries taking out Spader with like drills and shit. Um, he's a bad then- guy. Yes, well, what? No. What? But he looked like such a trustworthy asshole. Uh, he even, uh, like, so, yes. He fucked, he fucked one of the girls who who clearly had a partner. I don't know how he could be such a, a piece of shit. He, he's a real Troy, that one. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, Spader, like, try, you know, escapes, like, gets the elevator, takes it all the way back up. But then he gets up there just in time to see the shuttle fly off remotely because, you know, Troy's controlling that, too. And then, uh, I don't know, Danica walks in on Troy being a dick, because, again, what does she do on the ship besides receive cum? And <laughs> and she's like, wait, what are you doing? That's not right. <laughs> Guys, Robin Tooney is not good at this movie. She's not. She does not care about this movie and at all. She has every As opposed right to Angela not. Bassett who's act- and, and James Spader, who are acting the hell out of this movie. You know what? Kudos to them for acting the hell out of this movie, but I don't blame her for not caring about this yeah. movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I, blame anyone for not giving a shit being in this movie. Like Robert, I felt like she was told like she only had to be on set for like five days, but like now it's like entering the fourth month, and she's oh, like, yeah. "What are you doing?" I feel like Stop. Robert Forster was like, "Please kill my character in the first five minutes." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "You better figure something out because I ain't gonna fucking be here tomorrow." <laughs> Flawless Forster. <laughs> Look. 
I've seen stunts a few times. I know what's up. You've seen what? Stunts. Stunts? 1977. It's a great fucking movie. Check it out. Oh, yeah. I remember you guys talked about it. No, I've never seen it. Yeah. The The Madonna Inn, baby. What about the stunt man? Also a great movie, but he's not in it. Also haven't seen it. (laughs) (laughs) Let's see. What other movies that I haven't seen can I reference? (laughs) (laughs) how about the stunt woman starring academy award winner michelle yo wait what that sounds great Uh, that is great you should check it out 1997 i want to say it was every stunt woman everywhere all at once i'll check it out her her and sammo hung together at last okay anyway that's stunt month last june i think it was stunt mom stunt month oh they said there was a movie called Stunt Mom, and I'm like, okay, that's in my queue right <laughs> now. Kathleen Turner, directed by John Waters. Holy shit, yes. Oh, shit. <laughs> yes, Would watch. Every, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would watch that now, at, at, at the ages they are now. I don't even care. <laughs> Give it to me anytime. Well, speaking of Stunt Mom, uh, yeah, Danica walks in on Troy, and he's instantly like, uh, yeah, you're off the project. Throws her in the airlock. <laughs> Opens that bitch up and she goes out into space. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah. Everybody, a little little clap for Robin as she leaves the set. It's a, yeah, that's a wrap on Robin. You know when they do that on set? When they go like, that's a wrap on this actor. Everybody claps. She, like, literally was out the door while they were clapping. Yeah, she, like, everybody, a little, a little round of applause for... Mr. Mr. Shoulder, I believe she's left the set. No, I'm Walter. Oh, sorry. Yes, I'm Walter. No, I'm the guy that did Rompa Stompa. I was on it for like a day. Yeah, don't worry. Russell Crowe, you didn't direct Rompa Stompa. (laughs) No, but I started in it. That's about... (laughs) I'm not going to do it. Oh, wait, was that him or Eric Bana? I forget. No, no. Hey, it was Russell Crowe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 that's right. Man, yeah. can you imagine yep. if they switched and Russell Crowe was the fucking Hulk? Yes. Holy shit. <laughs> uh, that's why I was robbed of the Dark Universe. Oh. He was gonna, I saw him as Dr. <laughs> Jekyll. I wanted to see him as Mr. Hyde. Yeah, also Russell Crowe suddenly getting angry and turning into a monster. Yeah, not believable at all. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Russell Crowe, that sweet, tender angel? That's unhinged, 2020. <laughs> oh no, watch out, the Hulk has a phone. <laughs> <laughs> a big truck <laughs> oh no oh no he just put his album on run Hulk merge without looking <laughs> fight round the world <laughs> oi Tugger <laughs> Russell Crowe's music is like the bible sorry just real quick I will always, I will always never, I, I always laugh every time I hear the story about like the Matt Stone and Trey Parker, the creators of South Park, going over to like Russell Crowe's house, and he he played like his album, and they thought it was just a demo, <laughs> and he was like, no, no, it, it's all done, and then they were like, they had to like, they were quiet the rest of the night because they were like, it was one of the worst things they've ever heard. <laughs> so is this like a collaboration with Yoko Ono or something, or oh, oh no, dude. mate, it's already been released in Australia. It was just 50 odd foot of grunts baby <laughs> i sold fifty thousand diggory dues <laughs> they totally didn't buy because i'm an actor right uh yeah sure yeah yeah totally totally yeah just ask keanu about that one. <laughs> oh, poor keanu <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> I'm like this. <laughs> What's his band? Dogstar. <laughs> yeah, Dogstar. Yeah. Yeah. I was like listening to somebody talking about the crow the other day, and it's like you know. <laughs> It's horrible to say, but if Brandon Lee hadn't died, would Keanu still be a thing? Oh, man. I love Keanu so much, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I like to think they could have shared roles. You know what I mean? Like, man, there was, there was yeah, like... you... Oh, sorry. No, no, go. No, no, I don't have anything interesting to say. <laughs> yeah, like, if Brandon Lee were in Matrix, but, you know, Keanu's in uh, John Wick and, you know, still uh, Sweet November. <laughs> do you think Brandon Lee was going to do Bill and Ted, or do you think that was always going to be? Uh, that was before... Uh, yeah, Brandon Lee was still around. He was doing yeah, uh, see, he, show, Showdown he in Little Tokyo. Yeah, see, he didn't do Bill and Ted. So I'm saying Keanu still had a career. Yeah. You think? Do you think Brandon Lee would have been Bodie in the Point Break remake that doesn't exist? No. <laughs> wow. Just sealed it <laughs> right there. <laughs> Speaking of building a world far in the future, I, I gotta know. say, like Keanu Reeves, the, the uh, in an interview, he was talking about like I think he was talking about John Wick or he's talking about an older movie, and he was literally naming all the crew members by name, like first and last name that he was like, and he was like talking about how like much they got along. And I was like, how could you hate this guy? Yeah. Oh, goddamn salt of the earth. Yeah. Too bad. He's an alien and we got to get him out of here. Mm-mm. I saw the documentary. <laughs> what? Okay. Stop the, watching. Your the, fucking... the day the earth stood still. <laughs> you see that one? Okay. Jennifer Conley was in it. Oh yeah. That's the version I want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Why Why did they already remake it? Steve, stop watching all these conspiracy <laughs> theories. Do- stop watching all your documentaries from the ones that people give you on the streets. <laughs> in, the, in, the D- in the white paper DVD slips. Those are not real movies. What? No. <laughs> Look, Brandon, porn hasn't been allowed in Utah since March. I'll take what I can get. March? Wow. Just yeah. a recent ruling. Yeah, it was literally right after we did Porn Month. Yeah, the day we concluded Porn Month Wait, was when... this is a yeah. real thing? This is a real thing. And right. here's the thing. Utah didn't ban porn. Porn banned Utah. <laughs> what? So Utah decided to pass a couple of laws. One was that porn sites had to take people's information to prove that they were over 18 to be able to access the site. But also at the same time, the law says they can't store any of that information to prove that they took people's information to prove they were over 18. Uh, So basically, either way, they were going to get sued by the state for letting minors view porn. So Pornhub and all the major porn sites said, fuck it, we'll ban Utah. It's cheaper. So if you go on a porn, so if you try to go on a porn site in Utah, it just says this page cannot be displayed. No, if we try and go on a, a porn site on Utah, because we tried it just yep. for shits and giggles, it wants our driver's license number, <laughs> our like I like I mean it, it, it saves our IP address, all this like stuff. Power and then, of attorney. Yeah, and then <laughs> it, and like then, like you legit. think I'm joking, but it's it's pretty simple. Yeah, yeah. Stuff. And, yeah, and then yeah. it says like I'm so sorry, the service is not available in your area. <laughs> your emergency contact. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Wait, so can you use like a VPN? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Okay. Okay. That's the way. Yeah, say, the- there's ways around it. We just also don't care because we don't watch porn. <laughs> yeah. Folks, if you're in Utah, why not try ExpressVPN? For those who want to watch porn in Utah, ExpressVPN. <laughs> this episode VPN. is brought to you by ExpressVPN. Use the promo code EILFMOVIES <laughs> to save 20%. On- <laughs> oh, what movie are we talking about again? 
All right, so Robin Tooney's blasted into space, you know, at the airlock. Um, and then Troy, like, instantly... We, we see he has, like, the Wolverine healing ability or whatever, like, as soon as she's out the airlock. And so then he goes and picks a fight with uh, Lou Diamond Phillips. Um, he, he's, like, no-selling pipe hits like he's the fucking Undertaker. And That's the secured! <laughs> That's right. And then, uh, basically, we just... In, like, the most quick cut like don't need to look too long kind of thing we basically see troy like oh is that all you got and it's like head crush ldp launched out of a torpedo tube in like eight frames yeah like it's just cut cut like like it cuts so uncertain it cuts the head crush before the head explodes or whatever alleged or you know or just it like just ends with the cut of the sound and then him being like put in i thought it was an mri machine nope apparently it's a torpedo tube because yep. torpedoes in space and launched out. Okay, everybody, that's a wrap on LDP. Yeah, they god they god abortioned him right out that spaceship. They sure did. Oh, <laughs> I haven't forgotten the god abortioned. Yes. So then, uh, then we cut to Nerdlinger. I'm sorry, Benjamin. Uh, he's still in this movie, but uh, he pulls a fucking harpoon or you know a spear gun or whatever mm. on Troy. A very 22nd century weapon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, in, c- in case you run into giant space sharks. <laughs> space sharks, space sharks. Uh, but instead, but of course, Troy's like, what are you going to do with that? <laughs> I don't think you got the ball. Oh, shot right in the oh. fucking torso. Oh. And it like pins him to the wall. And then I, I think Dr. Bassett's there too. Like, okay, shit, super run away. They both like run off, right? Mm. Instead of finishing the job. Yeah. So then we cut to the uh, the the alien pod area, and uh, yeah, we see the, the sock robot walking around. Like we get a little jump scare from him popping around the corner doing whatever the fuck he's doing. Dude, every time he showed up, I was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot about him." Yeah. <laughs> Why is he in this movie? <laughs> yeah, for that jump scare. Mm. No. But then Troy jumps up, jump scare, and gets blasted in the fucking face with a gun. Um. But, you know, uh, Benjamin, he locks himself in, like, a room. And this is where we get the scene where he's trying to convince Sweetie, the computer system, that's basically like, hey, can you suck the atmosphere out of this room? Like, I can't do that, Benjamin, because, you I know, a living t- creature is there. I need a or whatever. double authentication, uh, no, double on, elimination we're, tournament. We're not even to that part yet. He's oh, still like, I can't do that because there's living being like, you remember when you woke me up in the middle of the night to play chess? That wasn't in your programming. It's what you wanted to do. I need you to want to do it, sweetie. And I'm like, Jesus fucking Christ, movie. Just, yeah. I mean, to his credit, he almost gets her to do it. Oh, yeah, they're still like, um, first pass code, uh, B, taco, upside down cake, yeah. six nine. Yeah, sweetie's like, not bad for an amphibian. <laughs> and now I need a second pass code, Benjamin, and by that point, Troy's like, oh, through oh. the wall and just fucking And, and she's him. like, Benjamin, please, I want to save please, you. Please, Benjamin, say it, Benjamin, Benjamin. Yeah, when the computer started crying, I was like, what is this goddamn nukey? You're right. <laughs> no, because that computer, that computer was fucking tolerable. <laughs> was, it, was it though? Com- would you rather be trapped with? Ha ha ha! I am very funny. Or, hi Steve. Hey. I'm waking you up. Hey there, sweetie. I'm waking you up at two a.m. to play chess. Are you ready to 
receive input? <laughs> no, I'm going to need a double authentication code, Steve. Uh, I'm out. <laughs> uh, is that like a password? Steve, <laughs> safe word? Or... Please enter the authentication code. <laughs> and and your driver's license and power of attorney. <gasps> Next Steve, of I only need... Goddamn Utah model. <laughs> Steve, I only need your social security number and mother's maiden name. <laughs> also, who is your favorite teacher, Steve? <laughs> What was the name of the street you grew up on? <laughs> Please complete this Facebook quiz and we can be together forever. Guys, the answer to all that qu- all those questions is spaghetti. <laughs> so, guys, don't do those Facebook quizzes, you fucking idiots. Dude, any Facebook games and quizzes are all scams. Yeah. That's right, man. Here's the thing, guys, if you're not paying for it, you're the product. Mm. The medium is the message. That's what I learned from Supernova. (laughs) Yeah, that's about that time. All right. So what did you learn, Steve? No, no, no. We still got a couple scenes. Uh, Let's see. So so let's see. Who's left? We got Dr. Bassett. Um, That's like it, right? Yeah. Yeah, And Troy. Yeah. We got got Uh, Carfucker. Uh, We don't know that he's still alive, but he's alive. Spoilers. (laughs) What, that he fucks a car and crash? (laughs) No, they're still alive. I guess he doesn't fuck a car. Uh, but he gets turned on by the idea. He, he, he doesn't titan that bitch. No, he doesn't. He's, he's turned on at the idea of fucking uh, in conjunction with car accidents. So, so anyway, uh, Dr. Bassett tries calling car fucker, uh, but he, she's not getting a response. And then Troy pops up and he's like, hey, so I'm sure you put this together because you're not a complete fucking moron, but I'm Carl, just, you know, younger and uh, and and this is where he starts. Uh, Izzy was saying like he was getting more cat-like, and I'm like, that's that's species. That's yeah, when Natasha Entrance starts getting more alien. Specifically, like the same brows and I everything. don't know. It was the cheek line, the cheekbones. Yeah, yeah. No. looked like he looked like a ponder uh, Ponderosa from uh, oh, Always, Always Sunny in the Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. Dennis's yeah. wife. Now wait, if James yeah. Spader is car fucker, does that mean Angela Bassett is Carl fucker? <laughs> Car- I mean Carl fucker and car fucker fucker <laughs> oh fuck so, so anyway then Troy starts or Carl I guess Carl starts monologuing about stardust and like we're all just like stardust man and this is like the next step in evolution I'm just ahead of the curve or whatever mm. and Angela Bass is like, like you were not in he, evolution he starts sounding like Matthew McConaughey on fucking peyote <laughs> like he's just like like we're all just like things, man. Yeah, I want to <laughs> like, floating wanna, around in space. I want to thank one person. That's myself at twenty years old. That's right. <laughs> Without you, I wouldn't be here. <laughs> all right, all right. So then, uh, but then, who? <laughs> ring, ring. Who is it? Car fuckers on the phone. <laughs> That's right, bitch. Shane Spader's back, and he's uh, he's like, uh, no, no, you didn't trap me on that moon. I trapped you on that ship, d- dipstick. I'm coming for you. Uh, and and I'm like, bold from- move, James Spader. I'm still recovering from you continuously using Carfucker. <laughs> I thought it was a one and done, but you're just sticking to it. I love it. Oh. Uh, but yeah, uh, I, I, I don't know. Like while. Troy's distracted, then uh, Dr. Bassett zaps him and runs off. Like, I don't know, zaps him with, like, the laser scalpel or whatever mm-hmm. and runs off. But it, and, of course, you see, like, his eye grow back. 
Like, I don't know. It's fucking great. But then, uh, while she's running, she's like, hey, prep the cargo bay for docking. And, you know, sweetie, she's all of a sudden, like, Johnny on the fucking spot now. Like, uh, cargo bay prepared for docking. Uh, meanwhile, Troy, uh, or Carl, whatever. Uh, Troll. He gets <laughs> a fucking harpoon gun. Yeah, Troy. Troy gets the gun. Uh, the harpoon gun. And, uh. He, they get to the docking bay just as James Spader is coming in. He just loads that, unloads that fucking harpoon into James Spader's suit. <laughs> nope, psych. It was just the suit. It turns back around because that's how those things work. And Spader's like, you missed me, bitch. <laughs> and so then they fight, by which I mean James Spader gets tossed around like a 20-pound rag doll. Yeah. No stunt <laughs> work true, here. Though. It's all him. No. Definitely not the guy that was in the sock robot suit the rest of the movie. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, he gets tossed around, but eventually, like, I, I don't know, he somehow gets, uh, Croy, <laughs> Carl Troy, whatever, Troll. into, in, in, into, like, a holding closet or whatever there in the cargo bay. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. And then they run off. Yeah, it, ba- basically, they start talking about, like, oh, yeah, this, oh, yeah, the computer comes on, it's like, hey, that ninth dimensional matter or whatever is getting unstable. <laughs> I was like, okay, cool. What the fuck does that mean, Siri? I mean, sweetie. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, Troy, you know, he escapes, of course, because, you know, he's 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 basically a T-1000 <laughs> Wolverine at this point. And uh, he goes and destroys all the, like, alien pods, except for one, because, you know, he's got to get back, right? Yeah. And uh, I think, sweetie, yeah, around this time, she's like, hey, so we're fully recharged and ready to make that jump. Remember, we have nine minutes until we get sucked into a black hole. <laughs> it's called a ticking clock, people. And uh, <laughs> gotta go somewhere. I, yeah. So then, then Troy goes to get his uh, his space pussy or whatever in in quarantine. <gasps> but the space pussy's gone, Brendan. Where'd it go? Uh, uh oh. Um, they they put a bomb on it, did they not? <laughs> so, so sock robot. <laughs> yes. Is running around with him. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. That's right. And so Troy's like chasing after it, like, hey, get back here, blah, blah, blah. And he goes into the fuck dungeon, you know, the little, the room where everybody bangs in and there's zero G and all that stuff going on. Zero G and zero fucks given is what I believe happens. I I believe that's what it said in the script, yes. (laughs) The script. As if there's a script. (laughs) Wait, which color pages are we using now? It doesn't matter. (laughs) We, We have run out of colors. (laughs) <laughs> right. magenta it's always space pussy color i'm getting magenta and purple confused <laughs> they're so close uh but yeah basically he grabs the space pussy from uh a sock robot then flips him the bird because being controlled by you know dr bassett or whatever and then he realized oh shit there's a bomb in this boom the whole thing fucking ship explodes basically oh luckily we're on the other side of a ship in deep space and i love how no one cares that the, the robot died <laughs> just like yeah. whatever fuck him fuck him he's a robot he was made out of socks I mean, and sweetie like sweetie didn't even have a physical body and people cared more about sweetie did they though well benjamin did. what one person did yeah. <laughs> Uh, so anyway, enough of that shit. Um, we gotta strip down for that space jump thing. <laughs> so they instantly start stripping. Mm-hmm. 
Um, oh yeah, and then the uh, the Sweeney's giving some exposition, like, hey, so that ninth dimensional matter, whatever, just exploded. It's now like uh, combining with the closest sun. And is going to cause a supernova that's going to hit Earth in 51 years. And it will either destroy the planet or restart the world as we know it. And I'm like, Jesus Christ, sweetie, where are you pulling this out of? Well, and not to jump, not to, uh, you know, not to jump the gun a bit too much. But I heard that that ending was very hastily written, rewritten. No. Yeah. It wasn't just ad-libbed? I mean, it might have just been ad-libbed. Also, also, can I just point, can I just point out something? I was curious about if the actor who played, by the way, Flyboy is the robot. I was curious to see if they had been in anything else. And there's about five credits. My favorite though is that he was in an episode of Reno Nine One One as Robot Man Number Five. Oh shit! So he got he's got he's got a type. Wait, Brendan, what, what, what are the other things he's in? We oh, might have seen okay. him. <laughs> um, there's a TV series called The Playbook where he plays a car salesman nope. in one episode. Oh, wow. Um, okay. There's a movie called Cultivision, in parentheses, Collapsing Stars, where he plays HBT Foreman. Um, and then, <laughs> th- oh, th- I'm sure you've seen this. Uh, straight to video, uh, 2000 movie called Dish Dogs, where he plays a juggler. Wow. <laughs> oh. Oh, it starts. Oh, Sh- dish dogs. There's Sean Astin, Matthew Lillard, and Br- and and you know three young hot actors at the time: Sean Astin, Matthew Lillard, and Brian Dennehy. <laughs> <laughs> Coming next week. <laughs> Woo! Oh, when, when's uh, when's Brian December knee? To January. Oh my god, I love it. All right, so where were we? Oh, yeah, <laughs> Academy Award nominees were stripping down. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're going to share, like, the last pot or whatever. And I'm like, eh, if you guys can fit in there, I mean, I'm sure you can, like, you know, adjust yourself into one another and blah, blah, blah. And, yeah, so they space jump, fucking quickening, supernova explodes, blah, blah, blah. Mm. Oh, they're warned about they may exchange DNA. Yep. <laughs> And so, yeah, they get the other side of the jump, and they look at each other, but babe, Steve, what's happened? Uh, they've exchanged 2% of their DNA. Before we talk about what happened, Steve, remind me again, what is the difference between our DNA and an ape's DNA? Like less remember? than 1%? 3%. Oh, 3%, my bad. So that's between an ape and a mm-hmm. human. Mm-hmm. They've exchanged 2% of their DNA. Well, yeah, but that's human to human. It's not human to cucumber. Yes, but still... But basically all we see is, guess what? They got David Bowie eyes now. Ah! They got David also, Bowie Also, she has a penis eyes. and he has a vagina. Yeah, that's what I was waiting for the reveal to be. <laughs> so is that like, is that anything like the song Betty Davis eyes? Ah! I would like to hear a version of that called David Bowie eyes. David Bowie eyes. He's weird. He's about to get between your thighs. He's super weird. He's super weird. And he makes you feel uncomfortable. <laughs> oh and then also sweetie jumps in with oh by the way doctor you're pregnant you're about to have a child yeah. welcome home and the ambiguous possible sad ending like you said that either the earth will be destroyed about 50 years or human life will accelerate and be awesome 
Yeah, that's just it. The, the sequel, Supernova 2, it's coming or whatever. Yeah, it's, <gasps> James Spader is now, you know, Spoil- like 85 years old. Spoiler alert. Except- Spoiler alert. It's not. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> it's it's James Spader's and Angela Bassett's grandson, uh, played by Michael B. Jordan. Okay, I'm in. No. Did, it, did, the, did the Looney Tunes show up? <laughs> of course. <Okay. laughs> Yeah, they, they've rescinded the cartoon restrictions or whatever that uh, Doctor Forrest or Captain Forrester was uh, bullshitting about earlier. <laughs> oh, did I not mention Michael B. Jordan's character name was Tom and Jerry? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Anyway, yeah. So Spader and Bassett, they just like hold one another. They they embrace, you might say, uh, and it shows the ship just continue flying off into whatever. I, and I believe it showed the entire ship flying off, too, which yeah. I was like, didn't half of that explode? No time to edit it. Roll credits, guys. That's fucking Supernova. <laughs> yeah. Brendan, would you recommend this movie? Oh, man. As something, it, it is something to see. It, it, <laughs> it really is. It, is. it is not like, a well, in my opinion, anyway, it, it's not like a good movie. <laughs> it's, it's an absolute disaster. But you know what? feel don't feel like you need to watch all of it you can fast forward through parts of it but um there's certainly uh scenes where you'll be like what (laughs) sure (laughs) i'm somewhere in the middle on this are you talking about like the five fuck scenes or lots of pg-13 sex uh (laughs) that robot just baffling (laughs) (laughs) so sure why not right how about you, babe? Would you recommend this movie? I no. What? No, I, I can I cannot. I cannot. Guys, this movie's fucking great. No. I don't know what you guys are talking no. about. No, Steve. Steve. I. I gotta see Angela Bassett's bare ass. So. I mean, all right. or at least her stunt double. I don't know. If you can want to see it. Angela Bassett's stunt double's bare ass and maybe some a- actual uh, Angela Bassett side boob, cool, cool. But go- <laughs> that's oh. everybody. But okay. Oh my god, no! Just go. Go watch Event Horizon and Sunshine. Those are the good versions of this movie. I mean, Sunshine is Sunshine is really good. I will second that. Yeah. yeah. Do you guys not like Event Horizon? I haven't. Seen oh, I love Event Horizon. Uh, I, I, Sunshine, I saw once. It was okay. Oh my god, guys. Brendan! If you tell me you haven't seen Event Horizon, <laughs> I'm going to jump. Oh my god, Brendan! Choke you out. How dare you have a movie? Po- you know Several what? movie podcasts yeah. and not seen Event Horizon. And you know what? Four screen and country. I, I'm. Uh, Jason Isaacs is in Don't it. Don't believe it's British guys or a war movie, but okay. <laughs> Jason Isaacs is. Sam Neill's Kiwi. Anyway. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> not British or war. That's not British at all, Steve. Uh, I'm sorry, it was a British penal colony. Uh, okay, you guys are just... <laughs> he has British genetics! Reaching! Yeah, of course. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, which Wicker Man did we talk about? On that? Well, listen. Brendan, I will reach all the way around. <laughs> yeah. Wait, hold on. If you're offering a reach around, I am... Wait, what? <laughs> reach around he, the world. Is he, right, is he, so. I have an update. I do have... Okay, so I, I use a little site called Letterboxd. You may have heard of it. Um, I do have a few... Who? I do have a few... <laughs> shut up. <laughs> I do have a few lists right now that I'm trying to go through this year, and it is on one of my lists, so I, I do have a plan to watch Event Horizon this year. Told you it's going to be on first screen. It's not on first screen in country. <laughs> it's absolutely not, but I will watch it's it. It's a space war movie. No, it's, it's not, it's not no. even that. I can't even <sighs> That's a space that recovery movie. Yeah. I'm going to watch it. It's going to anyway. happen. It's going to happen. Uh, so, yeah, Supernova, guys. I can't really recommend it either. What? But I, 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 I mean, 
Look, if you're looking for a 90-minute deep space movie, which is definitely my genre, uh, check it out. It may not be everybody's genre, though. I, I I put this with, like, like, like Creature, 1980, a better version of that. <laughs> it's an alien ripoff. Of course it is. It's fucking deep space, and there's something happening, because deep space is fucking terrifying, as it should be. Babe, uh, this Saturn is- 3. Uh, they have the equivalent of the sock robot going wild and killing Harvey Keitel and or Kirk Douglas. So, I just, guys, that's a problematic movie. You should check out Saturn Three. Guys, I'm not saying this is a good movie. I'm just saying that there, no. it's, it's a movie to see. To quote, yeah, it, to quote uh, a certain female co-host on a on a huge podcast, it's something to see. Excellent. Well, on that note, uh, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. Oh, but when we come back. Holy crap, do we have some fun facts about this movie. Oh, How did this get facts. made? We're going to find Whoa, out. What were they thinking? We fun might facts. find out what were they what they were Whoa. thinking. And for uh, screen and country. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, and unfortunately, due to the Utah ban on porn, we have had to cancel for skin and cunt rag. That's right. I'm so sorry. Thank God. I mean, oh no. But <laughs> well, now we can only be on Twitter. <laughs> anyway. No, find us on the blue skis. The blue ski. Oh, yeah. Everybody go on blue sky. It's much more positive. It is much more positive. It is. You just have to wait like three and a half years for an invite uh, code. Well, if you guys are not on there, I do have an invite oh, code. Oh, we're on there now. Oh, okay. oh we are. We got EILF movies. That's and everything. Untidy Venus. That's right. All right. Uh, commercials now. Hello, it's me. I'm a commercial. Are you listening to me right now? That means you're not listening to a podcast. I'm hawking you things. Things you can buy. Buy things. Buy things now. Back to the show. Hey, everybody. Are you looking for the perfect stocking stuffer for the holidays? Do you like supporting the arts? Well, then you need to check out untidyvenus.etsy.com, the top one-stop shop that always pops her top. Are you a fan of dinosaurs? Snacks? Dinosaurs made out of snacks? Movie monsters? Unicorns? Cats, dogs, rats, shrimp, Pokemon, tie-dye, paracord bracelets, paracord dog leashes, enamel pins, coloring books, block prints, watercolor, pet portraits, buttons, magnets, stickers, bottle openers, artist trading cards, or really anything else that's awesome? Then stop on by untidyvenus.etsy.com. That's a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Etsy.com. New items are popping up all the time, so be sure to follow her on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon at untidyvenus. Or visit her website at izzycreates.com for the latest. Did I mention the Snackosaurs? How about Gary the Unicorns? Untidyvenus.etsy.com, the goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Check it out now. Brendan. And I'm Jason. And we host a podcast called Full Screen and Country. And what do we do on this podcast, Jason? We talk about the best British films of all time as voted by British people in the British year of 1999. The BFI Top 100 to be exact. 100 movies. So with each episode, we talk about a movie on the list, historical significance, if it holds up, etc, etc, etc. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and all that good stuff. Wherever podcasts are sold, sold, sold. There's so many podcasts out there. How do I find the one for me? For so long, I've searched for podcasts all over, but none of them seem to fit my needs. Where is my Nick Cage Pissing Fire podcast? 
where's my monkey tickling? I couldn't find it anywhere until I found everything I learned from movies podcast with Stephen Izzy. And now I get to hear about all the monkey tickling I want, baby. So many podcasts out there are all talk and no Congo. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. Greatest living actor? Nicolas Cage, of course. That's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. One-liners, plot holes, gratuitous boobies? Fun fact, that's why I listen to everything I learned from movies. See if everything I learned from movies is right for you at EILF Movies. That's everything I learned from movies on Twitter, Facebook, or Patreon. Free on all the major podcatchers. Hey, Stephen Izzy, it's your old pal Mark Summers from the Nickelodeon Days, Double Dare, and many other shows, but uh, I'm here to say everything I learned from movies is unbelievable. What a great job you guys have done. Please tell me you don't feed Twinkies to the cats. Oh my god, Steve, this was the greatest ads that I've added in the history of adding! Oh, we have had Alec Guinness! Ah, he gets better every week! <laughs> no, I'm sorry, he gets better every week! <laughs> yes, it's also true! <laughs> <laughs> but we can bring him back with AI. Anyway, don't do oh, it. guys! Don't do it. <laughs> oh, god! Oh. You you know the election cycle's coming. You know, I've been thinking about doing that with AI for a long, long time. You know, somebody <laughs> vote I'm for Trump. For to be like, man, my favorite George Carlin special. <laughs> my, my favorite George Carlin special is the last one he did. I'm like, no! <laughs> yeah, the one the one he did eight years after he died. Yeah. <laughs> So no, no, and no, I don't want you to vote for Trump. I was saying that that's what you're going to see are going to be all these AI things of like... Hello, friends. It's me, Alec Guinness. And, and if, if there's one thing I'm for, it's making America great again. Oh, hi, everybody. I'm Joseph Stewart. Oh, no, wait, wait a second. There. You want a wonderful life? Oh, hold on there, Steve. You, you, you don't, don't, don't slander me there. Hi, everybody. I'm Tom Hanks. America has lost its credibility, so it's asked to borrow some of mine. Tussle my Tussle hair, my hair yeah. Mr. Hanks. Here you go, Billy. And remember, if you see me in public, leave me alone. <laughs> Hi, everybody. It's me, Tom Hanks from Elvis. What the fuck is happening? Oh, somebody didn't watch Elvis and thinks he's better than us? I did watch Elvis, but I wasn't sure why Steve was doing a Dracula impression. (laughs) That was Tom Tom Hayes from Elvis. Oh, God, you killed my husband. Excuse me. Steve pets his dog. He's very worried about you. I'm sorry, buddy. It's okay. It's a little bit more of an Irish creepkeeper. (laughs) Yeah, I guess that's true. (laughs) But either way, I assumed you were going to suck my blood. Guys, guys, watch Buzz Lerman's Elvis story. Oh, no, no, don't, no, no. Starring you know Girl what? Tom I take it back. I take it back. Ralph watch Ralph. Supernova. Yeah. I take it back. Guess what? At least Supernova has the decency to be I, an hour and a half. I'm sorry, babe. <laughs> I was going to say, are you recommending Supernova over Academy Award nominated Elvis? Yes. Okay, there you go. Steve, look at me in the eyes. A hundred times, yes. Oh, no. Well,. Babe, I don't know about you. God, I need a fucking drink. <laughs> Do you? You sound like you're perfectly fine. I need a drink so bad. All right, well, what you got there to sip on? <coughs> Steve, I had to do a dry December. I know, you poor thing. With my family. <laughs> with your mother living in the house, anyway. All right, we have from Ten Barrel Brewing Company, Pub Beer. It's cheap lager and cheap fun. <laughs> there you go. From Bend, Oregon. 
comes in a white cam, black writing. <laughs> it's about as interesting as this movie. Yeah. But this movie does have a better good, cast. Good, clean, fun. Like that fuck room. <laughs> so what you're saying is... And the poor. Put a towel down and enjoy some alcohol. Yeah. Uh, so. It looks like a lager. Yeah. I mean, step one, it looks like a beer. It is a porvisant. Smells like a beer. Smells like a lager. I was afraid, Steve, you were going to say step one, cut a hole in a box. <laughs> Boxes are way, way too sharp. You want to cut a hole in a melon and slightly warm it. <laughs> it's my dick in a melon. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Dick in a melon. Mm, I can see that working. Yeah, yeah this tastes like an international lager. Yep. Although, good, clean, fun. Whatever, I'll, it's a beer. <laughs> I'll drink it over Miller a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Wow. Uh, Brendan, you still uh, enjoying your coffee and cognac oh, or whatever I'm still, it was? I'm st- still nursing. Wow, I'm also not able to speak. I'm still nursing this uh, Crown Royal Vanilla Whiskey with... Uh, actually, I just got it for Christmas a little... Um, I don't know what they're called. Those rocks you put in the freezer. <laughs> you put in your whiskey glass. Whiskey rocks? <laughs> the, the the cubes or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah, and I realized, I, I realized it only keeps your drink cold. So if you put a drink in there that's warm to begin with, it doesn't actually make it colder. Lesson learned. It it makes it slightly above tepid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so that's what I learned on everything I learned from movies. Thank you. You can find my podcast. Wait, we're not quite there. Radio. What? We're not quite there, oh. but don't let me forget. Apparently, I did a couple episodes ago. <laughs> Which episode was it, Steve? Yeah. You'll have to listen back and find yeah. out. Who's that episode, Steve? That's what you'll have to learn from your own movie adventure. Wow. <laughs> wow. Well, would either of you be interested in any fun facts about this movie? I don't know, Steve. Are they fun facts? Super fun facts? Because fun, fun facts. Got any in- Ooh, the songbird has returned. Got any, uh... I know. Look at this range my voice has now. You got, you got any interesting <laughs> tidbits in there you can throw my way? You know what? Fuck your you know interesting what? <laughs> Oh, god damn. She's back, everybody. Well, I'll, well, it took two goddamn months. I'll see, I'll, see, I'll see how the facts go, I guess. All right, well. Of course, we started off Rotten Tomatoes. Brandon, what do you think the critics rated uh, 2000 Supernova? 7%. Is he? First off, do the critics. Yes. Consider yes. Supernova. Okay. That is always the question. Th- 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 this was an MGM release <laughs> with a $90 million budget. Look, occasionally the critics have not considered these movies. I like how you're like, did they watch it? <laughs> yeah. They were like, pass, 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 pass. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> All right. <laughs> how many directors? It's not um, an anthology? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh my God, it's not an anthology? It's, it's not. <laughs> Uh, I will go with my super generous 17%. Brendan is closest 11% oh. with the critics. <laughs> but nobody gives a fuck about the critics. What about that audience no, score? No, fuck those critics. Oh, uh, Izzy, you want to go first on this one? I will go with my super generous 17%. Brendan? Uh, I think it's going to be higher. I think I think you got a bunch of dum-dums on here. I think I'm going to go with... Excuse me? I didn't call you a (laughs) dum-dum. I'm going to go with uh, 33. Izzy is dead on 17% with the audience. Close that window, Izzy. 
right, guys. Here's the real question. $90 million budget. Uh, Brendan, what was that worldwide gross? Oh, God. How, did this open wide? Wide release? Yes. Oh, oh it, it was a wide MGM release, guys. <sighs> I don't know if you remember the lion roar at the beginning of the movie. <laughs> that wasn't what that wasn't what I retained the most. Um, <laughs> God, I and I I'd never heard of it until, until like four months ago. I'm gonna say, is this worldwide? Worldwide. Oh my God, I'm gonna say like <laughs> spoilers. It's the same as the U.S. <laughs> uh, twelve million. Is he higher or lower? Let's go with that. <sighs> Oh, uh, you know what? Let's go higher. Izzy is correct, but just barely. $14.2 million U.S., $14.8 worldwide. Wow. <laughs> Flopity, flop, 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 flop. So a, a $75 million loss. Plus advertising. Plus advertising. So, Probably over $100 million. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's, that's brutal. MGM is still a company, correct? <laughs> Somehow? <laughs> yeah, apparently it had a hit or two in its okay. day, so it just made it. <laughs> Uh, this was originally developed in 1988 by director William Malone, you know, from House on Haunted Hill, um, as Dead Star, with paintings by H.R. Geiger and a plot that was called Hellraiser and Outer Space. Oh. The Event you Horizon know, came out in 97, just for reference. Guys, how shocked are you that Hellraiser never had an in-space sequel? Have you, Someone hasn't seen all of the sequels, I have, have yeah, they? Somebody's not seen Hold all on, the sequels. Hold on, no, we specifically watched all the movies. Which one is in space? Maybe there's like a scene in space. Hold, hold on, we're checking. Okay, this is important, guys. Well, yeah, I mean, a scene in space. That's well, no, but space, I mean like, but... you know, like Leprechaun in space. Like, I don't think there was like a Hellraiser in space. Hold on. Uh, Hellraiser Bloodline keeps coming up as Hellraiser, Hellraiser in space. Bloodline. Bloodline. Which, is that the third one? Fourth one. Okay, let's see. I was thinking six. Oh yeah, there yeah. is a bit of a, a bit of a space, right? Because he's telling like the whole movie is like him telling the story of Hellraiser. <laughs> I forgot about yeah. that. Okay, fine. Yeah, Hellraiser yeah, yeah, into yeah. space. Yeah, yeah. And I'll- yeah, I was like very distinctly like, oh yeah, here oh, we are. We're in space. Adam, and, like, Adam Scott is in that one with long hair, and he he's playing. Yeah, he sure is. And also, that movie was directed by the same director of this movie, Steve Alan Smithy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, oh, you know what? I'm gonna skip right to that uh, that fun fact because Brendan, yeah. this movie is the first post Alan Smithy film. Oh, because that that terrific movie came out. Yeah, well, I, I assume because the year 2000, like they couldn't use Alan Smithy or something anymore. Oh, I just but I... Uh, here, here, for many years, directors who for whatever reason wish not to be credited for a movie and disassociate themselves from it would have their names replaced with the fake Alan Smithy. But after the film, an Alan Smithy film colon Burn Hollywood Burn, the name was too well known, and so the okay. Directors Guild of America replaced it with Thomas. Can Lee. I just do just one second here? Nobody saw that movie, guys. You could still use Alan Smithy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure it was. They just didn't want to give that movie any, oh. uh, you know, advertising or royalties or that... whatever. So like, it's Thomas Lee now because nobody has ever used the name Tommy Lee. Nope, never. <laughs> That movie is rough stuff. Whether it's Motley Crue or those, uh, oh my god, uh, best of the best movies. Yeah, or or you know Tommy Lee Jones who wants a perimeter set up. Oh, oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, let's see, Je- uh, Jeffrey Wright, who directed Romper Stomper, was originally hired as director, 
but he walked away from the project two months before principal photography due to creative differences. <laughs> yeah. Apparently, he had an idea about shooting the entire movie in zero gravity, but MGM disagreed. Vincent D'Onofrio was originally cast as the computer tech, but when Wright was fired, D'Onofrio walked. He would have been Benjamin. What? I think that would have made that relationship yeah. creepier. Right? <laughs> Give me sugar uh, in water. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As he slides on his full metal jacket to bang Sweetie. (laughs) Guys, Angela Bassett turned down 2001's Monster Ball to appear in this film. Oh. Yep. Halle Berry won an Academy Award for that role. She was going to be in the Halle Berry role? Oh, wow. You know what? That makes a lot more sense uh, with the age thing, though, with Billy Bob Thornton. (laughs) She's a lot closer to his age. Yep, there we go. Uh, Robin Tooney said everyone in the cast except Angela Bassett agreed to strip totally nude for the scene where they were prepping to enter the DSU tubes before entering hyperspace. She said it was really awkward because she'd look around and everyone was buck naked. No one had the luxury of being modest that day. With the actors and film crew, she said it was the most people she had ever been naked in front of, not counting the millions of people who ended up seeing the movie. Uh, millions? (laughs) Also, at least a million now. That's yeah. No. That's also thanks, Doobie. That's also troubling that she's like we were all standing around naked, and everyone was just watching. Um, has this director never heard of a closed set? No, it's more like, hey, you're <laughs> naked, we're naked, let's keep it rolling. I assume that's how Francis Ford Coppola sounds. <laughs> you know what? I mean, the way you described it, it kind of sounded like the crew was naked too. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly like what I mean. Everyone yeah, yeah. was what? naked. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Camera guys, you know. Yeah, yeah. Brendan, did you miss that part? Solidarity. Is this a bit? No. no. I'll read it again for those paying attention. I was paying attention. With the actors, with the actors and the film crew, she said it was the most people she had ever been naked in front yeah. of, counting the millions of people. Well, that's not saying that the crew. Yeah, was I don't naked. fucking know. It did in my mind. No, of course. I mean, did. that's immediately what I pictured. <laughs> that, that's, that's what we call a Jack Shoulder special oh. from the director of Nightmare on Elm Street Two: Freddy's Revenge. <laughs> Robin Tooney appeared nude for the first time in this movie. What? She said in an interview, It was a big decision, but I've done eight or nine films, and I've never been naked in them, so I think people consider me an actor. I wasn't afraid they would say, Oh, there's this girl who takes her clothes off. We don't want to establish yourself as that. But it was something you have to be ready for psychologically and not get pushed into it. She also agreed to film her first sex scene because shooting anti-gravity intercourse sounded fun. Yeah. It wasn't. She said she and Lou Diamond Phillips were very uncomfortable being strapped naked to a, a special harness for hours to simulate weightlessness. Weird. <laughs> You'd think that sounds amazing. I don't know. But then... <clears throat> sounds kind of hot, Steve. <laughs> I know, right? You want to strap yourself to a board? Uh, <laughs> Simulate where, weightlessness? Where is the hang-up button? <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Beep, You're stuck beep, with beep. us now. Wait, why is it grayed out? <laughs> no! <laughs> In a 2014 interview, body double actress Laura Grady talked about doubling for Robin Tooney. What? But she was just bitching about... Anyway... 
I can't remember. <laughs> she says, I can't remember this particular scene. It was so long ago. It was a very long shoot, like three weeks. And there was a sex scene with Lou Diamond Phillips. He was very cordial and nice. And I was just hanging around naked. I think they slept naked in the pods, maybe something like that. You know what you thanks IMDb. You know what you said. You said three weeks as if like it wasn't very long, but for a movie on one set, that's a long time. Oh, it just that being is. naked for a, yeah. a sex scene or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And you, you may be wondering who's this Laura Grady and what would I know her from? I'm glad you asked, Brandon. Steve. She's a body double for Marissa Tomei in Slums of Beverly Hills. Now I need to see that movie. Uh, Ellen Bottom Carter in Fight Club. Pipe. Piper Paraboo in Coyote Ugly, Ooh. Patricia Arquette in Human Nature, Ooh. Jessica Bowers in Eurotrip, and Amy Smart in The Greatest Movie Ever Made, Crank. Okay. Yeah. You need a hot naked blonde. She's your stunt double. Or brunette. Yeah. Or brunette. Yeah. Hey. Marissa Tomei. Yeah, she goes both ways. Yeah. Um, on the real re- <laughs> real, um, that's how people talk. I also want to see Slums of Beverly Hills. <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, I, even before you mentioned that, <laughs> seems good. Yeah, it, isn't um, <laughs> Natasha Leone? Yeah, 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 like no, I've heard, I've heard good one? things. All right, yeah, let's check All it right, out. Next week on <laughs> for screen week? and country. That's Freeway Two: Confessions of a Trick Baby. I'm sorry. Wh- All right, so I'm, Walter I'm sorry, <laughs> What? Uh, have you? Not seen or heard of Freeway 2, Confessions of a Trick Baby? Izzy's going to murder me again. I haven't seen Freeway 1. What? Even I've seen Freeway. Sorry. (laughs) Anyway, Walter Hill, having grown frustrated with the studio interference, walked out of production midway and refused to be involved with the reshoots. So, friends... Excuse me. So Francis Ford Coppola stepped in to direct some reshoots before he also walked out. And Jack Shoulder came aboard to finish directing the reshoots and oversee the final edit. Can you imagine Francis Ford Coppola showing up on the set and being like, this is the most chaotic set I've ever worked on. Is that guy wearing a sock and goggles? Oh, just can you imagine directing a movie with this much just this, this much upheaval? Like, I need order to my movies. So much nudity, absolutely, Brandon. Oh, why can't movies be no, be directed uh, with the with the uh, the careful crafting of Apocalypse Now? <laughs> I mean, right. Such a it, we, everything was so fastidious oh. and every detail perfected, professional, controlled. Yeah. Yeah. So apparently, Walter Hill said in an interview <laughs> some years after the movie was released that his version was much darker, had a very different setup, and that the ending was much different from the final cut. Of yeah, and a was. random axe fight between Jason Momoa and, uh, and Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> Just, that's right. He's called Bullet, Bullet to the Space. No, Bullet um, to the Space Pussy. He, he also expressed strong dislike for the way the studio ruined the movie, but said that James Spader did a great job. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, sure. Brendan, would you at least give that as a concession to this movie? <laughs> that James Spader didn't just phone I it would in? Say, I don't think James Spader ever phones it in. Same with Angela Bassett. No. I don't think either of them yeah, yeah. really half-ass it in anything. Even like the... Because I've seen James Spader in some shit. 
and and uh name two shit movies james uh, this is one and i if you uh, want me to, I said if you want me to just open his filmography i could take a look through here <laughs> that's avengers age of ultra <laughs> but no. but yeah no i don't think either of them uh phoned in and i also like i mean i don't i don't know i don't really blame anyone in this movie for being like for not giving it their all <laughs> i don't think this movie yeah. d- d- deserved <laughs> that there you go all right guys Steve? This film took place in a year. What? Any guesses what wait, year that might wait, have been? What? This movie spanned a year? No, the, all right. When it's does like this movie take place? Holy shit. I thought you meant from beginning to end is a year in this movie. I was going to fucking... I was... Oh, my God. Oh, no, no. Yeah, yeah. They, they, they were just flying around Holy for a year waiting to shit. recharge. No, no, no. no, no. All right, what movie does this year take place uh, in? It's the 22nd century, isn't it? So, like, 2150, maybe? Is he? Um, 2024? <laughs> yeah, 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 no. Uh, closest, 2101, according to IMDb. Okay. I didn't see where that was mentioned or anything, but new... maybe Forrester during his dictation or something said star date, whatever. Mm. I won't have to live through the great space pussy attack. I'm glad. <laughs> I found my way off this shit show. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> Well, lady, gentlemen, mm. we've reached the most important part. Yes. What did we learn from a champagne supernova? In the- Brendan, as our guest, would you like to hear Izzy go first? I would. Oh, man. What did I learn from this movie? Um, I mean, I learned don't finger the space pussy. <laughs> there you <Sage> go. Sage advice. <laughs> <laughs> like, like if you don't know what it is just don't touch it with your bare hands or your Guys, mouth if you don't know if you, it's like the, those old commercials if you see something don't put it in your mouth don't you put it in your mouth uh-uh you know maybe that's a canadian commercial i don't know it must be. There was like, oh, guys, there were these horrible little puppets. And it was like a PSA where they were telling people, like, if you find, if you find, like, candy or whatever, don't eat it. So the song was like, don't you put it in your mouth. Don't you stuff it in your face. <laughs> I feel like I've seen those. You yeah, might have. Really it's, it's, it's probably made its way. It's probably made, it became, become somewhat viral. But it, it's, it's very uncomfortable um what did i learn well besides that besides the fact that you guys didn't know about uh, this, this commercial is strictly canadian um i learned um how because i knew about some of the behind the scenes stuff so i kind of learned how to not produce a major motion picture <laughs> <laughs> excellent yeah. i learned uh when you space jump you may not shit right for a month <laughs> um I also learned, and this is not learning, this is just this movie confirmed it, um, that James Spader is the horniest being alive. (laughs) I mean, yeah. James Spader James Spader Yeah, it's like him and Jeff Goldblum need to be in a movie together. Like, even when he was, when he had that one season run in The Office, I was like, I'm surprised he's not fucking everybody in that office. Oh, wait, was that not the main thread of that season? (laughs) It should have been. It's like, why Why is everybody pregnant in this office, including Jim? No, sorry, Steve. You were you were watching the DeviantArt version of The Office. <laughs> oh, I was watching The Orifice, my mistake. Yeah, it's okay. It happens all the time. Well, you know what they say, Brendan. The only real sin is regret. Oh, boy. <laughs> 
Well, Brendan, thank you so much for joining us on Everything I Learned from Movies. Um, I understand you also have a podcast? I have a couple. Oh. Um, I have a I have a podcast where we talk about bad to questionable movies. Does that sound familiar? Full screen! Um, <laughs> nope. It's called What Were They Thinking? Um, it's Nathan and I, and we talk we talk about uh when, when's this when's this the uh, when's this thing airing here? Uh February. February, okay. Well, if you uh look back to January <laughs> because <laughs> I don't want to look at my calendar. Um, if you look back to January, we recently covered uh, the worst of 2023. So we talked about uh, the Exorcist movie, the Believer or whatever. We talked about The Nun 2, uh, The Sun, and The Flash. All movies with the at the beginning. What a conspiracy. <laughs> a lot of those. Yeah. I, I, the least. Now that's the least racist conspiracy theory. Um, Wait, you didn't like the baby rain shower in The Flash? Oh, the... <laughs> Steve, they put a they put a baby. <laughs> you yeah, well, all listen to the episode. They put I'll, a baby I'll in an unplugged microwave, but it beeps when the door opens. Explain that yes. to me. Yeah, I, 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 I just watched that last week, and the whole movie, I'm like, everything is wrong. Anyway, <laughs> um, but yeah, so you can check us out. What were they thinking? Um, at WWTT Podcast on uh, Twitter and Instagram. Uh, and Blue Sky, obviously. Um, and you can check us out on Facebook. Um, Age of Radio. Big time. You can go to ageofradio.org slash what were they thinking or find us on any of the podcast apps. We're also on patreon.com slash WWTT podcast. Now, if you want to hear about war films, currently we are talking about war films over on for screen and country. And, uh, and, and now they can't do their porn parody anymore because Utah has, or they, or they the porn parody has banned Utah. Um, so you can check out for Screen and Country uh, as well on uh, Age of Radio, big time, <laughs> ageofradio.org slash uh, for Screen and Country or any podcast app. And we're on Facebook and Twitter big and time. Blue Sky. <laughs> Christ. Twitter and Blue Sky <laughs> at FSAC pod as in for Screen. On contract. Podcast. Excellent. That's it. Thank you. Uh, babe, are you on social media at all? I am. You can find me everywhere at Untidy Venus. It's like a goddess who's bad at housekeeping. Steve? Yes? Where can we find you? Oh, we can find us everywhere on all the major podcatchers under everything I learned from movies. Or hit us up directly on Twitter, <laughs> Facebook, Patreon, and Blueski at E-I-L-F Movies. That's everything, everything I, I learned from, from movies. <laughs> Um, yeah, we're doing all kinds of shit. Uh, Izzy's really moss about her untidy Venus thing, but you can get all of her incredible art and wares there, or just hit her up directly at Untidy Venus, and, uh, she'll cut you a deal. It's pretty cool shit. Yeah. Sorry, I was trying to not cough. Yeah, no worries. Uh, so yeah, I guess until next time, I'm Steve. And I'm Izzy. I'm Brendan. And I'm James Spader. Ah! Ah! We're gonna get fucked, Steve! (laughs) Yeah, we are. And this is... Everything I learned from movies. James Spader Fox. Everywhere. Have a good night, everybody. In the deepest orifices of space. <laughs>